He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Federal taxes aren't going to go up a single penny. Guess what? I did all this without raising anybody's taxes in the middle class. And one other little thing. During this process, I cut the federal budget in two years by $1.7 trillion. All right. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was your president awkwardly whispering again. But let's forget the whisper for a second, if you can. I know it's hard to kind of get out of your out of your mind there and discuss what he said, because none of what he said is true. Your federal taxes aren't going to go up a single penny, he said. No, that's not true. Not helping the middle class, Joe. Taxes are up. And you know what? He's okay with it. So are his friends, because he wants to destroy the middle class. He just can't say that out loud. Then he decides it's time to yell. He goes from whispering to yelling about his made-up accomplishments and says, I cut the federal budget by $1.7 trillion. You guys, Biden has said this crap for years, and even left-wing nutjob fact-checkers have called him on it. It's not true. Federal COVID relief spending has gone down. Everything else has and continues to go up. We've got the American Rescue Plan, the infrastructure bill, Ukraine, all of that, amongst other things. Our deficit has gone up by trillions, not down. I just, I don't even know who's buying this malarkey. <laughs> that whispering is so creepy because he sounds like a child molesting uncle who's talking to a kid going, it's a secret between you and I. God. And if you tell your parents, I'm going to kill your parents. <laughs> it's that cadence that he has where it's like, oh, my God, I just am violated. And now here comes the threat. Yes, uh, you're right. And it always is. That is the sequence. When he's listing things, he always, number one. Number two, when he whispers, he always goes to a yell. It's, it's, it's remarkable. But there are, there's people who are going to hear that and be like, that's amazing. He cut it by $1.3 trillion. No, he didn't. That's like him saying he's cured cancer. And people, some of them believe it. And he expects them to believe it just because he said it. Again, you guys are smart people. You all know this in the audience. Just because he says something or anyone in D.C., for that matter, left, right, center, say something, does not make it true. And as I mentioned, nothing he just said there was, in fact, true. But we've got tons to get to today. There's more Biden stuff. Biden was confused again. He snapped at Peter Ducey again. There's some more exchange going on between those two. You had DeSantis, who got a big win this week. Well, actually, he, he did, politically speaking, but Florida got a big win as a Soros attorney general was kicked to the curb. State Department apparently wanted the Pakistani PM gone, kicked to the curb as well, uh, before he was, before he was arrested. We'll, we'll get into all of that. You have Kathy Griffin, who's apparently back into the beheading game. Biden wants to limit certain investments in China. You've got tragedy that struck Hawaii with wildfires. Awful scenes out there. We'll show some of that. The FBI gunned down a 75-year-old man in Utah. Then Biden's DOJ apparently fined Elon Musk in Twitter over Trump's old Twitter account. We'll talk about that. There's some more news overseas in Africa. France has invaded the airspace in Niger. All of that is coming up today. Stick with us. It's a packed show. We got meme-tastic, too, because it's Thursday. So hang with us the whole time. Take bathroom breaks. Fill up your drink if you need to. But let's get going. Before we do get on our path, though, please, guys, you know you keep hearing me say it, and I say it for a reason. 
Biden's dangerous plan with the digital dollar is here. They have got a phased rollout going with FedNow, started back on July 1st. Here we are damn near a month and a half later, and, an, and not enough people are paying attention. Please do. Your savings, your hard-earned savings, 401k, IRA, whatever the case might be, they are at risk, but there is a way to legally opt out of it. All you've got to do is call my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. That's right, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps that you need to take to protect your savings. Again, call the number or go to protectfrombiden.com. Okay, so we showed Joe to open the show. We're not done with him. We have, we have in fact, a lot to get to today. Uh, but before we go to break and get question of the day in, he, he was wrapping up an event. And I, I don't recall which event this was this week, but he was wrapping up an event and doing some, you know, grip and grin time, smile for the camera, shake some hands. And it would appear... I can't be certain, but it would appear that he shook hands with one of his Secret Service agents. Take a look. Try that again. Let's try it again. Pause it at the end, too. <laughs> I see where you want me to pause yeah. it. At. Yeah. Right so, where you see the earpiece. Right where you see the ear. There, there it is. is. There it is. <laughs> so it seems like, you know, and you're going to have fact checkers out there who are going to, of course, defend him just like they did when his family's cocaine stash was found. But it seems like he says, I used to work with this guy or something along those lines. But keep in mind two things as you see what just happened and you try to make out what he said with his mouth. I used to work with him. Because in Joe's mind, that can translate to I saw this guy earlier today, right? He's not there. <laughs> and then number two, the dude he shook hands with, as we showed you, is wearing an earpiece. Not standard garb for most people <laughs> attending political events like that where the president's there, unless you're, you're protecting somebody. Here's what I'm going with. Okay. Joe recognized him because he's like, hey, I know that guy, but he hasn't been around for a while because he's one of the Secret Service people that got bit by a commander and has had time off and is now back to work. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a good scenario. I mean, it's not a good scenario for him, <laughs> but it's that, 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 that jives. There's, there's plenty of reasons. Uh, not a good start for him, though, or I guess it's the finish of that event. But um, we've got more Biden stuff to get to today. We've also got a question of the day to get to, and it is this. You have to live in one of the following troubled downtown cities with a family and a dog, meaning your family and a dog, just to be clear, not some <laughs> random family. <laughs> you and your family have to live in one of these two downtown cities with a fan with your, your crew and a dog. Which do you choose? Detroit or Philadelphia? <laughs> Again, you and your family and your dog have to live downtown in either Detroit or Philadelphia, right amongst the crime. What are you going with? Let us know. Send your responses in. We'll share our answers too. Coming up, we've got more Biden versus Ducey moments that were given to us. We've got more uh, Biden crime family stuff. We've got all of that coming up. Stick around. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. 
Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. those question of the day responses reminder of what the question was it was you have to live in one troubled downtown city with a family a dog which again is your family not some random family which do you choose detroit or philadelphia andy's coming in with detroit Dragonheart, my dog said he would not go no way uh fair fair response detroit it's furthest from from new york says jill ginger philly for the cheesesteak that's a great response assuming you can still get one um, <clears throat> Barb, I don't know if she's responding to this or just in general, but I'm just going to keep cutting off corn. Thank God I'm a country gal. Um, <laughs> amen to that. Uh, keep sending your responses in. We'll get to some more. But, Tom, what are you going to go with? Oh, boy. That's a tough one right there. But there are a couple of things that are going to sway me toward Detroit. Number one is the DA in Philadelphia is Larry Krasner, who's backed by Soros and is a total left-wing communist lunatic. Kim Worthy is the DA in Wayne County. I believe that she's, uh, well, she's part of the Democrat Party, so she's another left-wing commie lunatic. The thing, I will go with Detroit. Number one, I like Kogel hot dogs better than I like Philly cheesesteaks. 
And number two, Dan Gilbert, the founder of Quicken Loans, uh, has done a lot to uh, redevelop the downtown of Detroit. And they've also done a great job of shrinking their city and getting rid of a lot of the crack houses that used to get burnt down during uh, Devil's Night, which is the night before Halloween. That's the night before Halloween. Okay. Okay. All right, what are you going to go with? Yeah, the toss Very detailed answer, by the way. The toss-up for me was the Philly cheesesteak, but I feel like things in Detroit have been getting better, so I'm going to have to, just for the safety of the family, lean towards Detroit, even though it is still really bad, no matter it's which it. way you write it. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Uh, Carolyn says, Philadelphia. I do, lo- I do love a Philly cheesesteak. Had a delightful one the other night. Been on a real naughty streak this week with eating, which continued today at lunch. I hope my wife is not watching. Um, But I think I'm going to go Detroit, too. One, because I've spent some time there uh, in in Michigan, not specifically in Detroit, but spent, you know, traveled into Detroit. But it's close to Ann Arbor, so you get to go to Michigan games. If you survive the week, your reward, your cookie, the carrot that's dangling, (laughs) is you get to go to the big house. uh, And you can go across to to Windsor and do some gambling. I I have some ground to make up there. Um, and the Vikings might play the Lions. They 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 do. Once a year, they will come there. Once a year, they will come there. That's that's for sure. So that's what I'm going with. You guys keep sending your responses in. Keep the chat going. Hit that like button, by the way, uh, if you haven't already. We're glad you're here. Looking forward to spending the next big chunk of time here with you. But before we get to the Ducey and Biden clip, there's new reporting of tens of millions of dollars going to the Biden crime family. T- take a listen to this report. This is from Fox News. Dana, good morning. The question is, what was Hunter Biden doing to earn access to this money? Republicans on the House Oversight Committee say the new records detail a pay-to-play scheme, proof of $20 million sent to the Bidens from foreign business sources. Now, the committee says Russian, Ukrainian, and Kazakh oligarchs funneled money to companies tied to Hunter Biden. A Russian billionaire sent $3.5 million to a shell company associated with Hunter Biden business partner Devin Archer. Then-Vice President Biden dined with a billionaire in Washington. Another example has Ukrainian money going to Archer and Hunter Biden. Later, Burisma put Hunter Biden on the board. The process involved a foreign country, a foreign national, wiring money to a fake company. Then the fake company would then turn around and wire the money to the Biden family members. They did this to hide the source of the revenue because they weren't supposed to get money from many of these countries. Republicans are trying to draw a line from these payments to the president. This isn't about Hunter Biden. This is about paying to play for the Biden family because the money goes to nine different members through shell companies, much like the informant said. The committee says a Kazakh oligarch transferred $142,000 to Hunter Biden for a sports car. Democrats contend there's no wrongdoing by the president. Look, bottom line, the Biden family, the, this, this web of lies, this web of, of money laundering, all the stuff that they're a part of just keeps getting worse. It becomes more and more transparent who they are by the day. That's, that's just where we are. And, and they said it there. They said, I don't remember if it was, if it was McCarthy or, or one of the other jokers in that clip, but this, this, is, this has really never been about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is a pawn, and I still, we've said it before on the show, I still hope one day 
he realizes how used and abused he's been and turns on dad live in prime time because it would be phenomenal. It'd be phenomenal. But but it, but it really hasn't. It's not just about him. This this whole enterprise, it's because that's what it is. It's not a family. It's an enterprise is is bad to the bone. Yeah. And what Democrats are clinging to is the fact that there is no direct connection between Joe Biden and these oligarchs, which there doesn't have to be because it's a family business. Hunter is the guy. Joe is the brand. Hunter's the one who goes around the world making these deals and saying, you know who my dad is, right? Right. And I want a sweetheart deal. And also, if there are any problems, all I have to do is pick up the phone and we can grease some wheels. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's what it is. But it, it's it's also them saying that and leaning on it. And the way that they have played it, which to, to all of us is as obvious as can be, they're going to walk away scot-free because at the end of the day, that is welcome in D.C. That's how they all play the game with each other, for, for Pete's sake. Um, so... Pretty ridiculous, pretty sad. It's a sad state of affairs when you can have so much evidence piled up and have nothing come down. Not even not even like a shame on you. I mean, the, the, the left in the media is not even like, this is not good, Joe. It's just, no, nah, move along. Look past this. Right. It, it, Joe Biden is like Pauly from Goodfellas. Remember in Goodfellas when he's out in the backyard and people keep coming up to him and whispering in his ear? Joe has meetings like that where it's just like, yeah, okay— but he knows exactly what's going on, and you have different lieutenants underneath him who go out, and they do the work on Pauly's brand and then come back with the tribute yeah. to yeah. Pauly for being being the guy who's in charge, the yeah. big guy. The big guy. 10%'s not bad when you're talking big deals like they're pulling. Uh, but we've got another Peter Ducey and Joe Biden exchange from this week, and it was fantastic. Here it was right here. Take a look. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I never talked business then. And I, I knew you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. President. So it's an extremely fair question, one might say, but the old corrupt man can't handle unscripted questions, particularly ones about his family. So he gets angry, and you get a snarky response like you did there with lousy question. But you know what? These two, Peter Ducey, Peter Ducey and Joe Biden, they go at it all the time. So let's hearken back to some other iterations of their exchanges and this one. Let's do this all right. Let's break this down differently. Tonight is the night. Scandal Brawl 23. We're coming live from the desert, Las Vegas, for the biggest iteration of this fight to date. Welcome, everyone, to the big night. Tom Cunningham here on my side. We're excited to be bringing this coverage to you. The atmosphere is absolutely electric here. The crowd is just going crazy to see these two titans go at it. I can't wait again. It is going to be quite the night we've got multiple rounds of fighting to get into what are you looking to see here what 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 are you looking for well you know joe biden's a cagey old veteran so i'm looking for him to come out pretty quick and land a couple of jabs but never underestimate uh deucey deucey will come out and and he'll he'll, he'll shock a lot of people with uh with his power and his right cross 
I think you're right. He is a sly one. Never underestimate the strategy of Peter Ducey. That's what people have been saying for generations. Let's head down to the ring now and get this underway. I've never spoken to my son about And so how do you know? How do you know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader, if that's what happened. That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this, and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. So round one in the book, some tough words from Joe Biden, beating him like a drum. Ask the right question. Tom, what do you make of this this first round? Well, uh, Ducey came out with, with a pretty clever jab right from the right from the jump. And then Biden countered with a right cross. And what I found most interesting about this is how personal Biden's taking this because there wasn't a clean break. Biden came back after the break to throw another jab back at Ducey. He sure did. People getting refreshed drinks. They're cleaning up their faces a little bit. Let's head back down to the ring for round two. You think that if there is a breach, nobody is going to blame you? There's no one blame me. I know you won't. You'll be saying Biden did a wonderful job. Uh, I'm I, asking, I know you. Would you be blameless in a default situation? On the merits, based on what I've offered, I would be blameless. On the politics of it, no one would be blameless. All right, round two in the books, my friends, and some confusing words from Joe Biden there. What did you make of that, Tom? Uh, they, that, it was completely baffling at that point because the two seemed to tangle up with one another, and there really wasn't a clean break, and I'm not quite sure how I would score that round. It was just very confusing. We're two rounds in. Who's leading right now? The right, right now, the way I have it scored, I have one, one round for Biden and the other one a draw. Okay. We've got one for Biden, one for a draw. You heard it, folks. Looks like their trainers are leaving them to themselves in the corner. It's time for round three. Let's go. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. Whoa, low blow after the bell there from Joe Biden, calling Peter Ducey a stupid son of a bitch. Tom, did you see that coming? What do you make of this? Well, clearly things are getting personal with the two, and it's getting very heated because Ducey keeps jabbing back at Biden, and Biden is clearly frustrated. And with that comment at the end of the break, right before the bell rang, I think that's going to be a deduction in points. I think so, too. I feel like Peter Ducey walks away with that one. So we're, we're one for each, a draw, and we head to the fourth and final round, my friends. Let's head back down ringside. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? Never talk business to anybody. And I, I knew you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you so, much. so yet another tense exchange between Peter Ducey and President Joe Biden there. Joe seemed to lose his cool. 
Joe lost complete cool. I got to score this round for Ducey. He had an interesting combo that just shook Biden to the core, and I don't see this ending well for Biden. I don't either. I don't either. And you heard it, folks. After four rounds, it's Peter Ducey coming out on top. Two to one. That one round, of course, a draw does not really factor into the equation here. Two to one, Peter Ducey. And that's it. That's it for tonight from Las Vegas. Scandal Brawl 23. We hope you enjoyed the fight as much as we did. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. For now, let's head back to the studio. Peter Ducey gets the win. He gets the win, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Clearly, he, he's the winner. Good for him. Good for him. Here's to you, Peter Ducey. <laughs> By the way, Ginger likes your shirt. Um, Thank you, Ginger. <laughs> well, that, that was how we spent our, our Thursday. <laughs> that was how we spent our Thursday. Um, but it was fun, and it always is. It's always interesting when they get into it because, look, you can, you can like Steve Ducey, his father. You can not like it, you, you, him. You can think that he's part of the – and I'm not going to make an opinion here right now. It's not the point of this conversation, but – Ducey does his job in the press corps. Young Ducey. Young Peter Ducey does his job in the press corps, asks the questions we all want answers to, and is always just shouted out of the room and treated like garbage, which shows just how over the target he is. Right. He's always very pleasant and very congenial and very respectful when he's asking Biden questions where it juxtaposed what the press corps was like when Trump was in office and people were like, oh, Ducey, he lacks decorum. No, he doesn't. He's always very nice and respectful when he's asking these questions. What drives Trump insane or what drives Biden insane about Ducey is the fact that Ducey is taller than him because Joe is so used to looking down on people and being able to intimidate them through just his stature or going after them because of their weight. Remember, uh, okay, fat, remember that? It, there's yeah. nothing physically that he can go after Ducey for, and the fact that Ducey is taller than him drives him insane. And if they keep going like this, Joe's going to say something that is going to be very, very regretful, and he really won't be able to recover from it. Yeah. No, I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, a lot of people in the chat agreeing as well. Uh, but we're going to take a break, folks. On the other side, I'm going to show you something in Florida, right here in the Sunshine State, New America, that everyone should be doing. This, this is the way. I'll tell you what it is after the break. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com.
how in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is the wellness company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. blisters on Cory Bush's labia. <laughs> Soros family. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. Soros family won't go away. And you know what's worse? They're becoming antibiotic resistant. It is a huge issue. As is one of our country's biggest problem, George Soros. Soon his son, Alex Soros. The slow and strategic efforts to infiltrate city leadership with George Soros Backed attorneys has wreaked havoc on society, led to increases in crime, a lack of justice, all of those things. And somehow, instead of fighting back against this, we keep getting more, more Soros-backed attorneys, more Soros-backed city officials. And as efforts have gone from putting woke radical DAs not just in big Democrat strongholds that you might expect, although that shouldn't be happening either, but also mid and smaller sized cities. But one of them is gone. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspended George Soros-backed state attorney Monique Worrell this week to push back against this insanity. And guess what? She wasn't happy. Here was her response. Weak dictator can change that. This is an outrage. One year, three years ago, I was elected by the people of the Ninth Judicial Circuit to lead this circuit. And yes, to do things unconventionally, to do things differently. But I didn't hide, I didn't say that I would do things and I didn't do them. I didn't say I wouldn't do things and not did them. I did exactly what I said I would do and that is what you want from an elected official. Elected officials are being taken out of office solely for political purposes, and that should never be a thing. There used to be a very high standard for the removal of elected officials. There used to be a standard that I would have had to have been criminally prosecuted for something, neglecting my duties, meaning that I don't show up for work and do my job, or that I had some sort of an illness that prevented me from doing my job. But under this tyranny, 
elected officials can be removed simply for political purposes and by a whim of the governor. And no matter how you feel about me, you should not be okay with that. <laughs> He's not a dictator, dear. He cares about the residents of Florida. He cares about the rule of law, and he isn't willing to put up with your I hate America bullshit. And that offends you. That upsets you because people like you are not used to being told no. But I love Tom. How I love how she gets into, am I unconventional? Well, yes, you absolutely are. You're a, you're a Marxist douchebag, yeah. if, if that's what you consider to be unconventional. But she talks about being elected. She talks, I mean, she talks about how elected officials are being moved out of office just for political reasons and that this is, this is some political game. Of, what world are you, are you looking at? Like the, the, the whole thing was, it was fascinating actually for me to listen to. And I love the one chick leaning against the column shades. Good look on you. <laughs> I like that. But, but I mean, what's your takeaway? Well, my takeaway is she's a crybaby, first and foremost. And second of all, she's a communist who got caught. In her statement, she said, if I were to be removed, it would be neglect of duty. Well, I would consider the fact that you didn't hold Keith Moses in custody when you had the chance to, a convicted felon and gangbanger who went on to murder a news photographer, a reporter, a mother, and a nine-year-old child, I would consider those four homicides, those four cold-blooded murders, to be an act of neglect on your part because you refused to hold somebody over who was a convicted felon and also somebody who was a danger to the community who went ahead and murdered four innocent people. So neglect of duty? Check. That, that in and of itself right there is why you should go from the jump. She, she is notorious for not prosecuting certain crimes and certain criminals and for prosecuting other crimes with other defendants. And this isn't the first time that uh, the DeSantis has gotten rid of a prosecutor. He earlier, was it last year or two years ago, got rid of the Hillsborough County prosecutor, which is over in Tampa, uh, Andrew Warren, for the same thing. Yeah. These source-backed prosecutors that get into your community, your governor, if you're in a red state, has got to make make the move and get rid of them. That's the only way that you're going to able to going to be able to save your cities. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, this the, and and she, people are 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 saying she's using all the buzzwords and all that, and all that is true. And but this is how you've got to do things. And this is not a Trump versus DeSantis conversation here. This is a how are we judging a governor? one that we've all respected and thought has done an, a phenomenal job in Florida. And, and, and it could be anyone. It just happens to be DeSantis here. But this is the way. This is how you do it. And Soros might say, okay, well, yeah, we'll just spend some more money. Because I, I love that she thinks that she was elected based on her likability or merit. Stop it, girl. Like, you, you had Soros money behind you. That's just kind of how those things go. But they'll probably try again. They'll probably try again, but you make, first of all, you protect your community in the meantime by kicking them to the curb. But second of all, you make it tougher and, and, and a more difficult path for, for Soros and his cronies to, to try and execute this stuff to the point where they go elsewhere. And they are, they're going everywhere. But, but uh, I, I just, I see this as such a good move. And like was the case with COVID on most things, not everything. He didn't get an A on everything. But like as was the case with COVID, other governors, you've got them in your state. You've got Soros-backed attorney generals in your state and, and other Soros officials, but it's typically the, the AG that's there or DA or something like that. 
you need to you need to do the same thing. You need to get them out. You need to leverage your strength, and there's going to be pushback from it. You're going to have a woman cry in front of the Capitol or in front of her office or on some steps somewhere, and that's great. It really is, because it means you've, you've done the right thing. They're hurting, trying to figure it out, and they're not going to get it. But I just, I, I just bring it up because I love this. I think that it is a great freaking move, and I'm really proud. These are the kind of things that make me be proud to be a Floridian. Right, and when she was up there playing the victim card, that's what communists do. And you can't lull yourself into the fact of feeling any kind of sympathy for her, because if the governor in Florida was a Democrat, he would do the exact same thing. He would clean house out of you know, every every prosecutor's office that wasn't an ideologue like he is. So have no sympathy for for somebody like her. Have no have no empathy whatsoever. It, we've come to the point now where you have to cut yourself off from feeling any kind of an emotional attachment to somebody's plea that might, you know, tug on your heartstrings. That time is over with. Once you get a victory like this, you got to keep going with it and keep crushing them and crushing them and crushing them until you, your your state, your county, and your city are rid of people that are total ideologues who do not care one bit about the rule of law. Yeah, absolutely. Period. End of story. This is how you do it. Play hard. You got to play hard to win. It, 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 it's it's always been hard to win in almost anything. It's harder than ever now, and you've got to be willing to do some things that are going to cause some uproar upset some people this 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 job right here gets an a plus and as you said it's not the first time it, it, he, he's he's done this multiple times uh so good for him good for the state of florida good for the rest of you governors out there pay attention this is how you win at your state level and keep your states red keep your citizens safe your communities safe i mean golly you look at the spike and rise in crime in all these communities where you've got these soros back people in it's insane it's insane so bad so are some of the things that are happening overseas. We're going to touch on some international stories after the break. We're going to head to Pakistan, which you probably didn't see coming. You're probably like, I thought we were doing Africa right now. Don't worry, we're doing Africa later. <laughs> we're going to head to Pakistan. We're going to do some Ecuador news. And we're also going to talk Russia. All that's coming up after the break. Some really important stuff. Stick with us. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 287 2465. 
back swiftly. 833-287-2465. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks America! All right, welcome back, folks. So we touched briefly the other day on how former Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan was arrested, subsequently prevented from running for political office in the upcoming election, as well as future elections for a period of at least three to five years, depending on the reporting that year. But it's now come out that the State Department, the United States State Department, which is a worthless organization, pressured Pakistan to remove him and put heat on Khan over his neutrality on the Russia-Ukraine situation. I.e., you're not on our side, you're not going along with this narrative, so we, we hate you. Also, I.e., we give a shit, t- a shit ton of money to you, which we sh- shouldn't as a side point. It's one of our biggest mistakes in foreign policy because of how corrupt Pakistan is and how they literally funnel some of that money to killing Americans. That's another story, another episode, though. But we give a shit ton of money to you, and this guy is making us mad because he's not getting emotionally stirred up over this unjust invasion by Vladimir Putin, their words, not mine. So he can't be our guy moving forward. He can't be your guy moving forward. That's, that's essentially what's happening there with this new revelation that the State Department weighed in on that. And, and no doubt it was more than the State Department. But for the sake of conversation, let's just say the State Department and the U.S. government pressuring them to to make this move, kick him to the curb, get him out of the way, all because he wouldn't play nice on the Ukraine Russia conflict. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not if you're not gonna be on the team, they're gonna abandon you. And by abandoning you, they're either gonna look the other way when you get assassinated, or they're gonna push to have you put behind bars and neuter your political career. That's what we're seeing right now. Yeah, as you were saying before, Pakistan aren't the best guys in the world. Osama bin Laden took refuge there for, you know, 10, 20, I don't, not 20 years, but at least 10 years. Yeah. And they knew it. They wouldn't share that information with us. And as you also know, that all the money that we get, that we pump into that government, most of that goes to, was it ISI, their, their secret well, ISI gets a lot of it, which then gives it to the Haqqani Network and, and right. Tariqa Taliban. I mean, all the, I mean, so many different extremist groups. I mean, literally, you know someone, sadly. You likely know someone who was killed overseas 
and some of this money was involved in it. I do too. I, it, it was the most maddening thing to be over there and see the amount of billions of dollars that was given to them and then know how it was how it was distributed. It's like, guys, we can see this stuff. You're, you're literally killing us. We're killing us. How does this make any sense? Well, they're a strategic partner, and we got to keep them in check and be friendly because they're a nuclear-armed country. There's better ways to do that. There's better ways to do that. Wait, there's better ways than to sending our troops somewhere who are fighting guys. They're getting weapons through another country that we gave money to who is taking the money that we gave to finance the bad guys to shoot our guys. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if you're part of the, you know, military industrial complex, that's a pretty good business model because you win on both ends. You win on the United States side and then you win on the bad guy side because you're supplying both of them with weapons. Yeah, no, it is. And, and you can see how and why it really. I mean, you step back and look at it in a reasonable manner and then you, you understand that we're not in a reasonable world. But if you're just looking at it in the simplistic terms that, you, that we should, it's the worst deal ever. It makes zero sense. But it's repeated, not just in Pakistan, but all over the world, because so much of it is a leverage game. It's a leverage game there. I mean, for this, it's we want to have some control with how things are going in that country from a from a diplomacy standpoint, from a national security standpoint, you know, military, all those things. So we're going to tell you, since we're giving you money, who's going to be in some pretty significant positions or else we're not going to give you that money. And by the way, you need that money because you're you're not a super well off country. But then it is. It also comes back to the military-industrial complex. It comes back to our war machine back here that just has to eat. It has to eat. And, and you get situations like this uh, as a result. Uh, so it's, it really shouldn't be surprising. I read that story this morning or last night. I was like, yeah, no, this makes perfect sense. And I've been on the other side of it before. You know what? We need this person to be president next or prime minister next or whatever the role is. So let's make sure that happens. And sometimes I'm all for it. Because it's worked for us before, but it's but it, a lot of times it doesn't. There's a lot of points of failure with it. But staying with foreign stories, some of you guys know what's coming here because I, I can see you talking about it in the chat. You had a, a, a presidential candidate in Ecuador, Fernando Villavincenzo, who was lead. I don't know if I said his name right, but I think I think I'm close. Who was leading in the polls? That was just assassinated. Here was the scene. You don't see much of it. You can hear the gunfire, but you don't know. Really Hold on, that video got corrupted. <clears throat> okay, give me a moment. We'll pull it in. You don't really see it. He's walking out. It's kind of a familiar scene, actually. Uh, but he's walking out to his vehicle with the security. Keep in mind the clip, the clip that we're going to show you. This is two weeks. Two weeks before an election. And this 59-year-old, who was expected to win said election, was taken out of the equation. He's also someone that they saw and viewed in their... In, in Ecuador, in Ecuadorian politics, as a right-wing candidate. We got, that means he's anti-socialist or anti-communist. Exactly. <laughs> We're getting a wave of this. This guy looks like he's going to win. What should we do? Let's kill him. Let's just—how about we just kill him? Well, the assassin in Japan was a pro-socialism activist and built his own gun so he could kill, assassinate Shinzo Abe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, seeing he, a pattern. I'm definitely seeing a pattern. Uh, and, and well, let's. Here's the clip. We got the clip. Then we can go back to discussing it. Yeah. 
So things didn't end well, and and they're not. Look, they're not going to end well in Ecuador. You've got a conservative voice who was primed to to come out victorious, gunned down in broad daylight in public. And what you're likely going to see is some socialist movement come in and get the victory there, like you've seen in Brazil, like you've seen in so many of these other places. And it's just an awful thing, man. It's just awful. And and don't think for a second that this can't happen here. That's where we get into trouble with so many things. That all oh, those types of awful mass shootings are so awful, they'll never happen in my small town, though. This kind of political violence will never happen in our country or our community. Bullshit. Bullshit. We are we we are so close to becoming a third world country on so many levels. And everyone is, as Tom always says, everyone's already walking around at an eight. This kind of thing is very possible. And and I would, well, I don't celebrate it, argue even plausible in, in our country. It just is. And it's scary because you've got, you've got these, particularly in states like this, which we're getting closer to as well, where, where socialism has got a grip and where it doesn't, they're trying to get a grip. And anyone who stands up against it is put down financially in terms of we're going to just outspend you, outmaneuver you, use the media, use everything against you to win. Sound familiar? Or we're going to just straight up kill you. These people will do anything they can to have power, to have absolute power. And they'll... and. Some of them don't go this far. Some of them will just lie to you and tell you how great it's going to be when when Big Daddy government has your back. No, it's not. It'll be great for them. You'll wait in long-ass lines, not like lines for, 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 for hours, minutes, minutes, hours, days, weeks and months for medical care. You'll wait for that for food. You'll get it when they want to give it to you. It is just not a good situation. No, it's not a good situation. And the, the footage that we just watched, I'm kind of confused on where the gunshots came from. Because you see, every, he, the um, oh, I can't remember his name, but the, the Via can, Vincenzo, yeah. Via Vincenzo, yeah. He gets into the vehicle, his security detail shuts the door. So that leads me to believe either the shots came from the front of the vehicle or from the side. And what I, what I can and what I'm failing to understand is why there wasn't security you know, either to the front of the vehicle or to the other end of the vehicle and why there wasn't somebody inside the vehicle so your protectee isn't facing the, the driver's side window yeah. and getting in there. And this all, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a lot that's unanswered that we don't know about just because of the camera angle. But for me, this, this smacks a little bit of the Bobby Kennedy assassination because the kill shot with Bobby Kennedy came to the back of his head. Sirhan Sirhan was always in front of Bobby Kennedy. And if you look at the autopsy report, the stippling near the base of Kennedy's skull, it, it, it was measured that the, the fatal shot that came to him was approximately four inches from the back of his head. Yeah, someone got right up in there. Yeah, yeah. so this kind of, if it's not an inside job, I'd be very curious to know how this happened but to me it seems like they got him in the car and then they all ducked yeah yeah no it was it, it, it's a really hard camera angle to determine what's going on but but we, we do know 
someone was allowed to get way too close. Yeah. And, and security measures failed in that case to the point where it almost seems like they were designed to, but we don't know. We don't know. Finally, on some other international news, at least for now, we'll come back to talk Niger uh, later on in the show, but there's reports of Russia shoring up its western border. Mm. As attacks from Ukraine continue and NATO and the West push for the war writ large to continue, to which I will just say, no shit. Like, <laughs> who wouldn't be shoring up their western border with with everything that's going on in Ukraine, uh, with Ukraine attacking cross-border into Russia, with NATO ramping up exercises, with, with, with all that's going on in the region— I love that this is news, and 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 everyone's the, the the way that they're spinning it here in America and elsewhere is they're shoring up their border there. There's talks of them invo invading Poland from from here and from there. Stop it! The, I I could be totally proven wrong in the end, and I'll I'll I will accept it and and be the first to tell you. But they they're defending themselves and reposturing for all that we and and our partners and Ukraine is doing that's just that's what you would do too a hurricane's coming what do you do you prepare for it you know that people are coming we had multiple times hey there's Taliban are going to attack your base today what do you do you don't just you prepare <laughs> people are sending drones and other operators into your AO okay we see it. Our intel sees it. We're going to shore up our western border. We're going to start drawing up some other battle plans uh, to make sure that we handle this. It's it's just remarkable that the way that I'm seeing some people talk about this. It's pretty matter of fact, folks. This this one's pretty easy. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Kathy Griffin has decided that it's been long enough. She's coming out of retirement. She's getting back into the beheading business. She had another image of Trump. We'll show you it on the other side of the break. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results
owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at my pillow, you guys happen over a cup of coffee we all know it to be true i might have a lot of important moments and just a lot of coffee on the daily but we get it right coffee is an important part of our everyday life it's an important part of some of our favorite memories sometimes some of our worst memories but it's always there right it plays this integral role in our lives it's not always the main character always there though so when these moments come and when you're pouring a cup today, tomorrow, make sure you got the right cup of coffee. Make sure you have the right brew. Enter our good friends at Thistle Creek Reserve. Thistle Creek Reserve Premium Coffee is sourced from missionaries around the globe, focused on giving back to ministries. It's an amazing company, guys. They're so about the glory going to God. They're so about so many great things, not just ministries, but also, um, which, which it is a ministry, but, but giving back to organizations that are helping rescue women and children from slavery. You're, you're getting not only a great cup of coffee, but you're giving back and supporting people who are out there doing God's work. It's an amazing thing. So wake up with premium coffee from a company that loves this country, loves God, never will go woke. Go beyond the cup with Thistle Creek Reserve at thistlecreekreserve.com. 
Drew.com. You can use promo code Drew to save 10%. You can see it all right there on your screen. So do you remember when Kathy Griffith's career was over? She was trying to be relevant, shared a photo of her holding Trump's decapitated head. Remember that whole thing? I don't remember if that was back at Blaze when that happened. Or I think we were, I think I think it was yeah I think it was Blaze when we were Blaze doing time. that one yeah. Well, there was outrage over the violent depiction of a sitting president beheaded, and as there should have been, and yet she just thought it was this innocent joke. Was shocked at the outrage that came from it, and you had the Trump administration, um, who who had a lot of these instances. You had the, was it Shakespeare in the Park? Yes. Shakespeare in the Park and Central Park. You had all this stuff. And at that time, at that time, you you had the respect, not actually because of who was there. It, it was because of who was there because the left and the DC machine and the media and all them were so threatened by him. But you had respect for the position. The person sitting in the Oval Office was was lost at that time. The media became vile. People joked about this stuff. You had... You know, rap video with Snoop Dogg's video where he's being shot dead. Her doing this, that play I just referenced. All that to say, everything went down. Well, I, br I bring all that up. I bring that instance up because she's back in the Trump beheading game. She thought with Jack Smith and the special counsel doing all this, 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 this nonsense, the, the, the indictments, their efforts to try and make sure that he can't run for office— she thought it'd be a good idea to, to revitalize the behead thing. She posted this right here on Instagram. And of course, as you can see, it's Jack Smith. For those of you listening to the podcast, Jack Smith holding a decapitated head of Trump, whose front hair, uh, I guess it's supposed to be blood in the hair. It's, it's, or is that fire? Or is it fire? I don't know what's going on. It's not a very accurate depiction. I've seen beheadings. But anyways... It, of course, has not been, as of last check, taken down on Instagram. We asked questions about COVID, the election, federal involvement in the events of January 6th, and shit goes haywire. You're blocked. You're banned. You're all these things. Encourage violence against a sitting president back in the old one, or in this case, a former president and presidential candidate. No problem. No problem. What a fascinating world we live in. And I had to look it up, but that is actually... The original picture. Oh, that's her and her blouse. In her and her blouse. I just, I had to look, I was like, that looks familiar, but it's obviously she, whatever, it's a different face than what it was before, but that is her photoshopped with Alex Smith, right? Alex Smith? Jack Smith. Jack Smith. Alex Smith with a quarterback who suffered a yeah, brutal yeah, yeah, yeah. leg injury. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, Alex. <laughs> um, but this just goes to show the double standard. I mean, we, there was a guy who has been put in prison for making a meme where he said, uh, don't forget to vote on, you know, Thursday, November, whatever. If you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, voting is the previous Wednesday or whatever. It, it was a, meant to be a harmless joke. Harmless joke. He's in prison now. Yeah. So the double standard between the rest of us, us freedom-loving people who like to have fun and joke around, and the communists is, is totally— totally different it's non-existent especially when you have people like madonna talking about blowing up the white house you had johnny depp asking when the last time an actor assassinated a president you know all of those if if they were reversed and we play this game all the time things would be totally different they'd be in jail if they wouldn't be if they weren't in jail they would be going to court and they would be you know they they'd had bleed out a lot of money trying to defend themselves 
So us who are just see ourselves more to the right, sort toward gravitating toward the Republican Party, it's like they're piece by piece they're taking everything away, but they can continue to do whatever they want to do to be able to incite any kind of violence or any kind of any kind of a horrific act against anybody by creating memes by you know incendiary language it just it doesn't matter they get a free pass they which, totally do it, it's it's very it's it's a struggle to uh to live in this environment now especially when you want to you know you us want to make fun all the time and we do but we know that there's a line that you don't cross and decapitate no matter how much we despise Democrats and Joe Biden. We would never come up with a depiction like this for a meme to put out for public consumption. That would never happen. No, there's again, there's definite lines. I hate Joe Biden. I think his family is awful. I think Jill's a slut. I think that Hunter is a massive problem. I mean, there's so many things that and I say it all the time. I'm not going to put an image out like that. And you know what? I also don't want it. I just don't want him to be president. I want there to be justice. I want him to be impeached investigated and put away. I want people in the federal government who have weaponized agencies to go to prison and and either they learn their lesson there or they don't, but there has to be consequences. They get to do this stuff. We're going to talk later about the 75-year-old man who was shot. I'm not justifying what he said about about Biden and stuff like that at all, and I'll, I'll, I'll outline that when it's time later. But point being, the better example is the meme guy that you shared. Put a meme out... And he's he's locked up. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. There's just there's got to be some form of balance. And there's absolutely none. It's it's not even close. Like, well, yeah, you guys you guys take a little bit more heat than us. No, no, no. We take all the heat. Right. And you guys can do whatever the hell you want. Threatening a president saying all these things is a, is against the law. It is a felony. We make fun of people. We're, we're not going to break laws here, and we're not going to make, make light of killing people or beheading them or blowing up the White House like Madonna suggested, any of those things. No, absolutely not. End of story. It's not happening. No, and to make statements like that is just the easy way out. The more creative and fun way are to find little eccentricities or things that we find funny and exploit them. Whereas if you're going to come up with a meme like Kathy Griffin just did, it's just lazy. Yeah. It, it, it reinforces the fact that, of why you're a D-lister. You're just not funny. Yeah. And if that's all you got, then it's really sad because there's so many other things to be able to lampoon somebody about or, or attack them with satire or whatever whatever form of comedy that you want to take. This is, you know, if she's trying to be funny, it's, it's just really hapless and lazy. It is. It's vile, hapless, and lazy. It's all those things. Okay, Gruff the Neanderthal posed something in the chat. Not related to Kathy Griffin. I'm just going to bring it up because we got an extra minute here. Okay. I say, he says, Gruff the Neanderthal says, I appreciate anyone who, by the way, puts Neanderthal in their own name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guarantee you he likes his steak rare. <laughs> he better. Gruff, please let us know if you, if you like your steak rare. Gruff, I say we invoke the 25th Amendment right now and force Harris to attempt the job and let everyone see. There's some chat going on about it. What say you, Tom? That's a very interesting idea. Uh, 
You know what? I, I I have the same mantra as Hunter S. Thompson. It's never gotten weird enough for me. Let's bring it, man. We're <laughs> on this weirdo train. Let, let's keep it going. Let's charge right ahead. I mean, here's the thing. They would have to replace her because she they couldn't run her. It would have to be now, like in the you know upcoming weeks, months maybe, and then replace her for 2024. You, you can't run her. No. Who would be your VP? She would have to appoint somebody. You yeah. get in a position like when Nixon left office and Gerald Ford took over, and who was it? Spiro Agnew was his vice president. I'll look it up. I don't remember. I, I'm, yeah, I'd be guessing completely. But that would be the same sort of situation where Nelson Rockefeller. Nelson Rockefeller. Mm. So it is. Of course, it was a Rockefeller. That'd be tough. Can you imagine? The State of the Union from Kamala Harris. We think it's bad now. And right now, it's like we're in summer school. We're all the problematic children from the entire school district gather every summer. This would be like all of those kids all together in one building and then a new substitute teacher coming in a substitute for summer school it would just people would just go completely bananas and berserk because there would be no rules people look at her as just an inconsequential person who you would totally dismiss anything that they would have to say because that's how little you care about what they have to say didn't uh, speaking if didn't mark Harmon was he was the teacher right yeah didn't, wasn't he dating one of the students? Uh, no, one of the students wanted to date him, but he ended up dating uh, Kirstie Alley, who was another. Uh, That's right. The blonde. The teacher. blonde was into him. Yeah, the blonde student, along with Chainsaw and that other kid. I can't believe that I remember <laughs> these characters from that movie. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. But I just was thinking, like, maybe that's the problem. Maybe we set them because now you see all these stories about teachers and students all the time i saw another one the other day it's like dear god is anyone teaching or are they just sleeping with their students i i but but you're right he does he marries marries kirsten now Not marries real quick kirsten. tom just so you know you were right gruff said he yes rare is good on a stick so good job attaboy gruff attaboy okay let's take a break we've stalled enough time uh we've talked about summer school the potential for kamala harris who couldn't have even passed summer school, but definitely would have needed to be in it. Um, and now we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Biden, who's banning certain investments in China. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? We'll talk about it. Also, Iran. Remember those guys? They in Syria told us we have to get out of Syria. Well, they're advancing their military, particularly with hypersonic missiles. We'll talk about it right after the break. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and 
and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. talked about a party before with, with summer summer school and joe biden's presidency is like a high school house party parents have left town you got mischievous teens who decide to throw a party without any fear that the cops will come well that's how all of our enemies are treating our absent-minded leader and now iran has escalated tensions within the middle east and they did so, they're doing so, frankly, all the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they say that they have a hypersonic missile named FETA that has a range of 870 miles, can move at a massive speed of up to Mach 15. That's pretty fast. <clears throat> Excuse me, as I choke on myself. Mach 15 is 3.2 miles per second before hitting its target. <laughs> Just picture that for a second. 3.2 miles per second that's insane it's also said to feature a movable secondary nozzle and employ solid propellants that allow for high maneuverability within and outside the atmosphere to which top iranian commanders have claimed no missile defense system in the world can stop it so that's encouraging iranian authorities uh iranian authorities have also praised a generational leap in missile technology on the back of the fatah which can which they say have and will give Iran new levels of deterrence. They've dismissed Western skepticism of, of Iran's development of hypersonic missiles, saying the truth will be revealed on the day such arms may be used. So that's great. We got a warning tucked in there. <laughs> yeah. And that the U.S. is only skeptical as the technology undermines its effort to sell arms in the region. Fatah's current range is just short of the distance between Tehran and Tel Aviv, but Iranian aerospace chief commander Amir Ali Hajizada uh, suggested on Tuesday that the elite force could look to hypersonics with a range of just over 1,200 miles in the near future, 1,242 miles to be specific. At claimed speeds, Fatah could theoretically reach Israeli targets in under seven minutes. Seven freaking minutes. That, I mean, that gives you no room, very little room for detection and almost no room for interception, even for the, for the Iron Dome. In yeah, Israel. That, that gives you time for sirens to go off, and that's it. Yeah. Crazy. 
crazy. The word for fatah comes from the root word fatah. Fatah means to open, grant, explain, disclose, or to make victorious or let out. They're letting something out. That's for damn sure. Uh, and, and Israel, if you're Israel, you're constantly on alert. You're, you're kind of shitting your pants here. 3.2 miles per second. Again, can't reach Tel Aviv yet, but they hate you. <laughs> they hate you. They hate, actually, they hate most people, Iran, but they really hate Israel. And here's the deal. Every time they, they're, they're making advancements now. I'm not saying that they haven't been progressively making advancements. They have. That's what terror states do. But every time we have, they had an eight-year winder, winder, winder. They had, <laughs> they had an eight-year winder under Obama. Uh, they had an eight-year window under Obama to make massive and substantial progress on a lot of fronts. Oh, especially in their nuclear program as well as their hypersonic, hypersonic missile program. Just imagine the ability to be able to put a nuclear warhead on the top of one of these hypersonic missiles, which I am 100% sure is the goal. Oh, yeah. No, they, they're they not just doing things purely for deterrence. This is the largest state sponsor of terror in the world. They are vile people. There are good people in Iran, too, but we're talking about leadership there this, this spells disaster. So they had those eight years to make those gains in their nuclear, their nuclear program as well as the hypersonic program. They've had two and a half, soon to be four, and, and God forbid more, it seems like it's going to be, but more years to continue progress. And then we've got people in D.C. who are scratching their heads like, they said they weren't going to advance this stuff if we did this <laughs> or if we gave them money. Have you ever been in the Middle East? Have you ever understood the players in the Middle East? And have you ever understood that Iran's been lying to you the whole time? Apparently, no is the answer. That's that that is the answer. But guys, this is what this is what they do. This is what they're going to continue to do. And any time that they are like, all right, all right, all right, fine, we'll we'll take a little break. <laughs> they're not taking a break. They're not taking a break. We'll shut down this facility because we got a new, better one over here. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous that people would be surprised that anything like this is happening. But it is a major concern, not just for Israel, but for the region in general. Uh, and, and for us, who still has a presence in several spots throughout the Middle East, they're not exactly our friends either. So there's lots of the, the only way that this is good news is if somehow it doesn't detonate and you can use this for like DoorDash. <laughs> right. We can get your pizza to you, and it's there. It's already there. <laughs> From Chicago to Jacksonville <laughs> yeah. in seven minutes. Yes. <laughs> freaking freaking <laughs> amazing. But uh, yeah, you're right. The, the way the disconnect that you see Democrats in dealing with adversarial powers around the world is they, they live in this weird sort of faculty lounge echo chamber where if they think they can talk in theory and ideologies— instead of pragmatism, that as long as they stick to their ideologies, then they will come out on top. It reminds me of the stories that you tell about your time overseas when you would have people who would go over, like, satellite photos, but then come to you and be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to go meet a source, and I need you to follow me. This is how it's done. And you're like, this isn't how it's done, <laughs> and we're doing it like this. Right. Yeah. No, it's the same sort of mentality, right? It, it is. It absolutely is. And that's has long been what's plagued us and will unfortunately plague us long into the future, as long as we have one, which seems 
increasingly <laughs> less likely. <laughs> Certainly if you're someone within 870 miles of, uh, of Iran. Uh, but let's transition to uh, part, of, part of the concerns with our future is the fact, of course, that Joe Biden is president, the fact that China is way, 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 way more aggressive, and, and you can hardly blame them. But Joe Biden is, is trying seemingly, uh, even though he's owned by them, to push back. He signed an executive order. And this is kind of an interesting story here, because you can look at this in, in a number of ways. But he signed an executive order yesterday to establish new rules limiting American investments in high-end Chinese technology sectors. The order is meant to stop U.S. capital from financing Beijing's military development. The executive order, which will be implemented by the Treasury Department, essentially kind of a sanction, will, will prohibit some investments in Chinese firms engaged in developing quantum computing sensors and networks, as well as advanced semiconductor firms and certain artificial intelligence firms. It also requires U.S. firms to notify the federal government if they invest in some lower and semiconductor production not already covered by export controls. So <clears throat> according to an official there, this, pro this is the quote, the program will prohibit certain investments in entities that engage in specific activities related to these technology areas that pose the most acute national security risks and re will require notifications for other sensitive investments that focus... That the focus of the uh, Just started playing <laughs> of the restrictions of those investments that confer tangible benefits to to the to uh, the Chinese military. So <clears throat> it's in uh, the, all this to say. It's interesting, this executive order, some of the, the phrasing and the verbiage in it seems kind of like, OK. What's the catch? Like, what's the catch? Like, it, it seems like a step in the right direction to prevent exporting American technology regarding supercomputing and artificial intelligence. But the, the, the problem is, there's probably a lot of problems. But everything, all this, let me, let me pause. Everything I just read, probably some, a, a good portion of you out there were like, yeah, okay, I actually kind of agree with this, right? And, and I think to some extent you should. But the, the back end of this, there's always the so what. Okay, you're doing this. So what? A lot of this probably has to do with poking China in the eye right now with all the tensions that are going on. But so what? Okay, you've got this executive order. All it's going to do is have China ramp up its spy program and and push push harder to the hoop on that. And you're going to have it work because sadly, too many Americans are for sale. We just saw two more, you know, two sailors recently who were who were sharing secrets. You see that in in the private sector as well. So you've you've got people who will sell out for for money, and that's that's what's going to happen. And China still, at the end of the day, owns this country. China still, at the end of the day, owns the Biden family and a lot of people in D.C. So this sounds like a step in the right direction. I just don't really buy it. And I and I think even if this this progresses forward, right? It's an executive order, so in theory, it's going to happen. It probably shouldn't have been an executive order. Probably should have been debated and talked about. Openly. Openly and on the House floor. But if it was going to go that direction, I still just don't see. And I, that sounds pessimistic. It sounds like I'm rooting against us. I'm not. But I, I just feel like they still end up winning in the end of this. Yeah. I, th there's something up with this that I, I'm a little bit dubious about because I do not trust the Biden regime and Democrats in general when it comes to having the best interest of America at heart. And especially in one of the first paragraphs that you read that it says— 
some investments in Chinese firms engaged in developing quantum computing sensors and networks, as well as advanced semiconductor firms and certain artificial intelligence firms. Right. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean that the artificial intelligence that we're working on, not quite the good stuff, but like the really good stuff gets to go over there? Right. Or is it vice versa? Or what exactly does that mean? Shouldn't that be just a blanket statement? No, none of our artificial intelligence research should be shared with China. I would think that would be a step in the right direction. If you're going quantum computing, if you're going quantum computing sensors along with certain AI, it, 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 all of that should be off the table because you don't want to mix our best AI and supercomputing together for the Chinese to be able to access. Yeah. No. So it's just, I always feel like whenever Democrats make a decision that involves the, the health and safety of Americans, that we're always in last. And yeah. somehow I feel like that this deal is going to come back and, and bite us all. And we talk about it a lot. I can't tell you how much I despise and detest executive orders. Yeah, well, I, there. look, I think there are there is a time and a place for it. But but I, I get where you're coming from on them for sure. And you don't want Joe Biden making them. You don't want the legislative branch, which which granted with with our, the way our, the Republican Party is these days is useless anyways but this 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 is just a decision that stays with him stays with their people and we don't really understand what it is yet and what the benefits and drawbacks are and i'm sure there's more drawbacks than benefits <laughs> yes. so I, that, I mean if, if if history is any indication that's what we're going to get out of this uh we've never once in 50 plus years of joe biden being in dc no american can look around and be like he really nailed that one <laughs> think about it Never. It's never happened. He's he is completely useless. Amtrak Joe, have you ever looked into buying a ticket for on Amtrak from one coast to the other and how much it costs if you were to take that trip? <laughs> I, I can't say I have. It's not very affordable okay. <laughs> for the average person. <laughs> so Amtrak is a is a colossal failure at his feet. That is something that he felt very passionately about. Hunter, of course, served on the board of Amtrak for some reason. <laughs> well, W is the one who appointed him to the yeah. board. But Amtrak has been a colossal failure ever since the government got involved with it because it's a 19th century and an 18th century technology that the only use for it now is moving freight around the country. Yeah. And for some reason, everybody on the left wants to bring it back. Yeah. I don't know. I, the, uh, honestly, I get it. I get folks who, you know, in, in certain instances where it's budget friendly in smaller, smaller segments and it makes sense. I get the allure of, of but but have you seen what happens to trains in America lately? I don't want to be riding on any of our tracks. <laughs> I know everybody has these images of, of traveling by train, like murder on the Orient Express, where you go into the dining car and there's cloth, you know, napkins and cups and saucers and everybody's dressed in tuxedos and having a gin and tonic or something. That's what I'm having. Right. But it's really not that it's way. It's not like that. No. <laughs> no. It's not, it's not the scene from Polar Express where someone's giving you hot chocolate and they come singing to you. It's more like Snowpiercer nowadays. <laughs> I, so we're, we're, I've probably, this story's not good. I'm just going to tell it anyways, and we're going to take a break. 
we're my former colleague who's you know my good friend and your y'all's friend too uh who's going to see Bert Kreischer with us in the fall which is gonna be fun uh we will be without shirts too right maybe I don't sure. know we'll see but we take our kids we're home from a deployment and we take our kids on this polar express train have I told you this before it's amazing because you you wait forever you get a ticket and they do they give them like a cool golden ticket like from um Willy Wonka. No, golden ticket. Like, but Well, it is kind of gold. But it's like the ticket from the Polar Express. Okay. You know, where Santa punches the name in. And it has their name punched into it. And it's a tree ornament, so you can bring it home and put your tree up. Um, <clears throat> but so you go in, and they have they – have, this is in Baltimore. So we're in the D.C. area, but we had to drive up to Baltimore. They got paper on the sides of the windows to make it darker in there, and there's stars on them. But it's not like the nicest train. It's like an old train in a shitty Baltimore train yard that you get on. You're like, <laughs> are we gonna? Are we irresponsible for brand? We thought we were doing the right thing for our kids, and you bring them on there, and some of the papers torn in spots, and we're we're sitting there. We don't get hot chocolates or cookies, which is fine. They you know it's there for the kids, and they take the uh, you, Mike and I look behind the paper. And we're going through the ghetto. There's like people on the sides of the rails. All the buildings spray painted with with you know awful sayings and stuff like that. Like this is great. This is I think this is different than what Tom Hanks and some of the other people experienced <laughs> on the cartoon uh, Polar Express. Anyways, um, random ass story time is over. We're going to get to trad man. I, have you guys seen Maui and the pictures that are coming it's out? It's crazy. Why it's insane. We're going to show it. Tragedy has struck there. It's been it's just a perfect storm L- literally I guess in this in this case of wildfires and winds from hurricanes uh or a hurricane that's blowing through the area out there. I guess it's, is it a typhoon or a hurricane out there? Whatever. It's not good. We're going to show it. We're going to discuss it on the other side. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, 
and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. So there is some absolute craziness and sadness going on in Hawaii right now. We'll just we'll show some of the footage here as I talk through it. Um, you've, I'm sure, seen some of it online. It's everywhere, and and perhaps you even know someone who's affected by it. But you've got this. This is from the Associated Press, who we're not big fans of here. But I'm just going to read as an update from it. You've got a wildfire that tore through the heart of the Hawaiian island of Maui yesterday, reducing much of the historic town to ash, forcing people to jump into the ocean, in fact, even, to, f to flee the flames. At least six people died. Dozens were wounded. 271 structures were damaged or destroyed. All those numbers, sadly, are going up. And as you can imagine, thousands are without power. As of last night, 911 service was even down on Maui's west side, leaving resorts, leaving visitors commercial districts, all without communication, any way to secure help. And basically what's, what's happened with this is you had Hurricane Dora out there and winds from that storm propelled the, the, the wildfires that were already there and existing further and further along, just completely exacerbated the problem. And what we've gotten are these apocalyptic scenes you can see there, it's, it's even harder to tell, you know, some of the smoke and, and just destruction there on the shoreline and, and even some of the inland. But as the video continues on here, you're going to see stuff that looks like some of the war zones I've been to. It looks like an end of the world movie scene. Just crazy stuff that's, that's, that's happening out there. Tom, you spent some time out there in, in, in Maui. I did, yeah. In 2008, I did a show for True TV with Maui Fire Rescue, and in particular with their aviation unit, which is um, Maui Fire Rescue leases helicopters from a company called Windward Aviation, and I was working with Windward Aviation, and I know the, uh, the owners of that company very well and still stay in touch with them and still see them whenever I go to Maui. So I am very familiar with brush fire season in Maui, which is going on right now. What's shocking to me is just the amount of dev devastation that you see. And a lot of the images that you're seeing now are from Lahaina, which is more toward the airport, if you're familiar with, uh, with, with uh, Maui. And it, Lahaina is more of a historical area in Maui. If you 
say you're taking a ferry uh, to go over to Lanai, that's where you'd pick up the ferry to head over there. Or if you're going on a whale cruise, that's that's where you would go. As far as the what what the firefighters are going through now, I can tell you when I was there, when it was brush fire season, there wasn't a hurricane, but the winds were intense. And I covered a lot of brush fires with them. And it's incredible. They have these things called um, water hogs, which are these big buckets that the helicopter strapped to the bottoms of, of, of the bird. Okay. And they'll find any water source they can find uh, to scoop the water in there and drop it wherever the fire is. In one of the brush fires that I covered, I flew in there with uh, with a pilot. He, he, um, he dropped me off because he needed the extra weight so he could fill up the uh, bush hog. And so I would just follow, try and follow where he was going and fighting the fires and would watch him come down and dip into people's pools and fill up with pool water to go drop it on the fire. But the, w- that particular brush fire, I would say the gusts of winds were probably 20 to 30 miles an hour. But if you get up in, in, in higher wind conditions, the birds won't be able to fly because it'll, it'll be just too dangerous for them. And I think a lot of the damage that has happened is because of the intense you know, hurricane force winds that are going through there, because obviously you can't fly a helicopter in those conditions. Right. And the um, Lanai side of the island is, near, is, is mainly the windward side of the island, Whereas in other places, I've also seen some fire devastation, like in Kihei. That's more of the leeward side of the island, but the winds are also picking up over there. As far as, like, the higher up elevations, when you get to— because right in the middle, or in in Maui, the big uh, volcano is um, Ho'okipa. No, that's that's uh, it's Haleakala. Ho'okipo is where is by the airport where everybody goes to uh, to kite surf because of the winds that keep on blowing through there. I haven't seen any uh, devastation, any kind of fires up near Haleakala. It all seems to be in the Lanai and Kihei area. But as somebody who you know spent three months flying over that island every day, the images that I'm seeing are just unbelievable because yeah. I, I know exactly what was there. And you've seen you know side by side photographs of Lahaina, and it's just it's totally gone. And like you said, it just it reminds me of when you look at old black and white photos from World War II, and you see the devastation either in Europe or in Japan after bombing runs. That's that's what it looks like to me, and it's it, I I. I I can't even it, it's hard to express into words of of what you feel when you look at something like that. Yeah. Um I'm sure my friends at the uh uh Windwater A- Aviation are probably up now cuz we saw the um the the footage from the helicopters doing what they can to uh to put the fires out. Um I know that when the brush fires get really big, there are other people on the island and neighboring islands. You have other helicopter companies that will strap the um, brush hogs yeah. to uh, to the bottom of their helicopter. So you'll have helicopter companies coming in from, you know, every other island to try and assist. And there's also people who have personal helicopters who will do the same thing. So when something like the uh, the, the the remarkable thing that in my experience during the brush fires that I saw in my time there are the amount of people that come together on that island to help each other. Yeah. And if you if you were born and raised on an island, there's a certain sort of sense of community that I don't think a lot of people 
necessarily feel unless you're an island person like they are. Yeah. Well, because you got, I mean, you don't have a whole lot else. That's your. Right. You're very dependent on your neighbors. Yeah. Well, it is absolutely insane. I think you're right that, you know, that one picture of the of the road with all the cars just burnt out. It is. It's it's very warlike. It's awful. You can, you, you know, you imagine the amount of aid and support and but moreover time that it's going to take to get things back on track there. This is not a well, things will be back to normal in a couple of weeks. This is a this is a street fight that is ahead uh, for those residents, unfortunately. Right, because you're looking at an island. It's yeah. not like you can bring in supplies by train or it, it's all got to come by plane or boat. And I'm sure what they're doing right now at uh, Kalua uh, International Airport is making sure that these emergency planes can, you know, the the C-130s and the the CH-17s have supplies that are being able to land there. It, it, it's it reminds me the devastation and the um, the the bringing in of supplies reminds me of a lot a lot of my time when I was in Haiti right after the earthquake and just the I couldn't get over we're staying out at the airport I couldn't get over the amount of aircraft that were landing every thirty seconds there it was amazing and how they were parking and how they were offloading all the all the supplies from there that. The, the way that they were doing that in Haiti was astonishing, but being in the United States, I'm sure that the process is going to go much faster and it's going to be a lot more efficient. And I'm just, you know, I'm very hopeful that, you know, the, the, the supply planes can keep flying in there and keep landing and set up some sort of command post and, and you know, get these fires under control. Yeah. Well, that's all we can do is hope and, and continue to pray for them. There are people, um, and uh, we hope we hope that it it, it goes well. We, you know, th- these are the kind of things where we need to be spending support dollars for, not so many of the other issues Ukraine otherwise that we're we're spending so much taxpayer money on. Spend it here, speed things up here, fix it. And I'm not saying we won't, but but focus on here. We've got a lot of problems in our country, and and they get out of hand, especially when you have stuff like this that that. Uh, <laughs> Like, like happened here, Ginger, like we'd have on our island, Drew. <laughs> yep. St- I, I feel like I'm being held to this. I'm going to have to get it. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, to me, it's it's all down to who they have as, a, as you know, their governor. I mean, DeSantis built a bridge in three days. Not saying that they're going to rebuild the city. But, hey, we need help. We can do whatever they can to make things happen quick to action. And then, you know, things will start, you know, coming back. But it's, you know, it seems like it's, it won't stop. It's crazy. Well, hopefully it does, but even so, I mean, man, it's a, it is going to be a slugfest getting getting things back on track there. That's a lot of freaking damage. It just is. Uh, so the FBI shot and killed a 75-year-old Utah man after he allegedly made some threats towards the president. We've got some some receipts of some of the things he said. They're not smart, but the situation still has some issues. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared, this may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to 
to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. Seems like they wanted to do that. Seems like they were they were looking for a kill in that day. The FBI in Salt Lake City said the shooting occurred around 6.15 a.m., which is an important part of this story. 6.15 a.m. local time, while special agents attempted to serve arrest and search warrants at a, resist, uh, at a, as a, resistance, at a residence in Provo, Utah. So the deceased individual, Craig Robertson, was a 75-year-old man. Let's pull up pull up this picture of him. There's Craig. Craig's dead. He was 75 years old. <laughs> and keep in mind, Biden was scheduled to visit Utah yesterday, the same day uh, as the raid. Among the posts made by him, because they said that he was threatening Joe Biden, made by Robertson, was one published on August 6th, three days before Biden's scheduled visit, in which he said, quote, I hear Biden is coming to Utah, digging out my old ghillie suit and cleaning the dust off the M24 sniper rifle. Not really smart. No. Okay, so we're going to come back to that. Not really smart. Uh, dumb move there, Craig. That's one of the reasons you're dead. But according to the legal complaint, the post was referred to as, quote, willful true threat to kill or cause injury to kill President Biden. Here was another. Just to, 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 to let me, I want to make clear that I think what he said and was doing was wrong. He said, wonderful dream. I dr First of all, if you're sharing your dream on Facebook, stop it. You're gay. 
Okay, I don't want to see what you ate for lunch, and I don't want to hear your dreams. <laughs> Wonderful dream. I dreamed I was in a dark corner of Washington, D.C., parking garage. I was standing over the body of the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland with a bullet hole dead center in his forehead. In my hand was my suppressed Smith & Wesson M&P 9mm, smoke wafting from the muzzle, the Star Spangled Banner playing quietly in the distance. I thought to myself, what an amazing patriotic moment as shivers of liberty and freedom swelled my heart for our amazing, amazingly great country. Craig's got some problems. Uh, just a few. <laughs> okay, he's got some significant issues. Definitely, definitely needed some help. Okay, you don't, that's a very vivid dream. Now, I don't think he actually dreamed it. I think he's just a psychopath and wanted to share it, so he put it in there. I had a dream and here's the things that I want to do. Uh, but this, this is, this is really concerning stuff that he's saying. The, 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 the thing with the ghillie suit, the, the Merrick Garland things just straight up psychopath. The ghillie suit does come off more as a threat. You can't look, we've all been told for the longest time, you cannot threaten the president of the United States. Mere words as a threat, that's a felony. End of end of story. End of story. It just is what it is. Whether you like the guy, don't like the guy, you know not to do this. Some might argue that's not a threat. That's him talking tough and saying stupid shit. That's true, too. That's true, too. But <clears throat> he... But it, it, merits, it merits a visit from law enforcement. It does. Yeah. And he could be joking, he could whatever. If you're going to make a statement like that and you're in the business of protecting the president, you have to take threats, threats, threats like that very seriously, and you have to investigate those threats. Yeah. I was listening to an interview with a, uh, with a neighbor of this guy's. This guy is five foot four, 300 pounds, and has problems walking. And his church is two blocks away, and his son has to put him in a car to drive him to church. This guy is totally, almost totally immobile. Yeah. And if you know, if you've got intel like that, just roll him up on his way to church. Right. There'll be no, there'll be no incident. Why in the world are you doing a no-knock warrant at six fifteen in the morning unless your intent is to smoke this guy? That's exactly it, right? And I, so I think that there's, there's multiple people at fault here. Everything Craig said, categorically insane. You're a crazy ass bitch. Like that's you're you you've got some issues. But you enter in, he's an old 75-year-old guy. I'm not saying all 75 people are old. Some people are in great some people are in better shape than I am at 75. But you're an older gentleman who, in his case, struggling. Morbidly obese, can barely walk. Can barely walk. Has said some things that definitely crossed the line. Get it. Why raid the house at 6, knowing he has firearms, 6.15 a.m., and then say, well, he was armed, and we, so we put him down. We felt the threat, so we put him down. You raid someone's house at 6.15 in the morning, startle them out of their sleep. Now, he might have been up peeing multiple times. He was an older person. <laughs> but you, 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 you do that, or, or any time at night, right? You catch them off guard. What's what's a homeowner going to do? They're, they're not going to know like, oh, it's the FBI. Like the, you, you're startled. You're going to try and defend yourself. I don't uh, now. I have not heard anything. If he shot at them, then by all means, boys, smoke him, take him down, have fun, take a selfie with him when you're afterwards. But 
that's not what we've heard so far. All we've heard is armed. Yeah. They've never heard pointed, discharged, nothing, just armed. Armed. At which point it leads you to believe you had some gung-ho people who wanted it to go down this way. So I think Craig should have gone to jail. I think he should have, at, at minimum, been investigated, had those conversations. He was in the wrong. Pro- probably, and there was, there's reports of way more than just the two that we read. So probably you need to go away. You definitely need psychiatric care. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he needed to die. I don't think he needed to die unless something comes out and he was popping off, popping off rounds at them, at which point I'm totally good with it. Enjoy your dirt nap. Deuces. Right. In other reports that I've read, he was shot inside, but for some reason the FBI dragged his body outside where they left it on the front porch for several hours. So to me, that's um, remember the guy who was in the U-Haul that was trying to smash into the White House, yeah. and he hops out with the backpack and a Nazi flag, and and the the Capitol Police and the FBI lay out all the contents of his backpack and the flag and everything. That's what this reminds me of. That this guy gets smoked inside, and it's like you know what. We want to make sure the neighbors know what happened, and we want to make sure that everybody else knows what happens when you cross the federal government. Yeah, the st- you know, it it the guy. You're you're absolutely right. He definitely was in the wrong for what he put, but did it val- did it warrant costing him his life? I don't know. I wasn't there, but it just doesn't seem like it when you're. When you're dealing with somebody who is that incapacitated. Yeah. No, again, unless they can say and prove that we walked in, he started firing at us, they 100% were in the wrong. Yeah. So, and, 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 and so was he. Remarkable how two things can be true at once. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, remember, how, remember those days? Remember when you could, have dis- you could have discussions and two things could be true at once? That was, that was the best. That was the best. Yeah, like Waco. Yeah. David Koresh was a crazy maniac who probably molested a lot of kids in there, and the FBI burnt down the compound. <laughs> yeah. and every, oh, my God. We, we do so many dumb things as a country. We do. FBI says they, they're taking it seriously. They look into all shooting incidents involving our agents or task force members seriously. In accordance with FBI policy, the shooting incident is under review by their inspection division. As this is an ongoing matter, we have no further details to provide at this time, they said. So we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. But, but Craig is no more. And, folks, I, I, I will, let, me, let me finish with this as a cautionary thing, too. Like, let's – Craig's crazy. Some, some people on our side are going to be considered crazy. Some, some, some people are. There's people like Craig who are just straight-up crazy. There's a lot of organizations that are politicized and weaponized. And while most of the people on the ground doing things are not, they're, they're people who sign up for the right reasons, doing the, the, the right things. Be smart. Again, we've referenced today a person who, which we all know both these stories, but they're just good reminders. A person who shared a meme who is serving hard time for it. We've, we've referenced now just this person here who is clearly off his rocker, breaking the law with threatening posts, but he's dead. He's not in in custody. He's just he's gone. So so please be smart 
we're we're not on the side like the left thinks here and our media thinks and all the woke pussies in America think that words are violence. Words aren't violence, but some words are illegal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there there are ways to break laws, and it's also the interpretation these days of what the other side thinks. So so one, don't be a vile douchebag, but two, you know. Be smart. Watch your six out there and don't don't say things that are going to put you in a situation where you have to figure out how would I handle this? Just just do everything you can to avoid that, because you don't want that coming down on you. And and nor does everyone around you. I was reading here just on on CNN here and CNN, but it says FBI agents approach Robertson's at his house in March about his post. And he was just saying it was a dream. We're done here. Don't return without a warrant. And then he did another post. He said to my friends in the Federal Bureau of Idiots, I know you're reading this and you have no idea how to close your agents, how close your agents came to bang. And then that's, you know, between March and now, that's more stuff that he posted. Again, super dumb. Yeah. Super dumb. Total LARPer (laughs) fantasy right there. Yeah. And, and bro, you, you need help walking to the refrigerator. You're not taking down a young (laughs) FBI agent, but, but, but you can't say that. But again, even so, unless he fired at them, shouldn't be shot and killed. He he used words in Facebook that he, his four friends followed and saw. That's that's it. He he if if he didn't commit an act of violence against them, shouldn't be dead. So, right. I mean, I have never worked in law enforcement, but I've been around law enforcement almost my entire career. There's just so many easier ways to do this. Right. <laughs> you know, they always talk about you know escalation, and and people talk about de-escalating situations. This is the perfect time for de-escalating a situation that you know can go sideways. And I keep referencing back. This guy goes to church every Sunday. Wait for him in the parking lot. Right. Chances are he's not going to be armed. And even if he is, you have a couple of agents roll up on him while he's walking with his walker and each of them grab an arm yeah well and you've also got the ability to say this is what happened all these people can vouch for it we did this by the by the book and and maybe he did something wrong as it stands now it seems like you went into his house and assassinated him (laughs) because he was threatening you which again both wrong everyone wrong here no one won it just it's it's a it's a shitty situation, but it's a cra- crazy crazy time in our country, and people do need to understand how quick things go sideways. Be smart. I tell you, I literally finish the show every day. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. It, it's 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 not some phrase just for for no reason. It's do all those things. Think about your environment. Be safe. Enjoy your life. Be free and 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 do things. But 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 don't take it to the extreme either. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got Biden's weaponized DOJ, speaking of, of FBI, and we're not going to get into them, but they fall under DOJ, who fined Elon Musk and Twitter for not giving them access to Trump's at real Donald Trump Twitter account. They got all in a huff. We'll talk about it right after the break.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, So new records show that Biden's Department of Justice issued a search warrant directing Twitter and Elon Musk to produce information to the government on Trump's old Twitter account. You can see part of the public record here. The search warrant was served along with a non-disclosure document. Twitter delayed 
the production of the desired information and unsuccessfully litigated the non-disclosure order. They tried to say, no, we're not going along with that. Didn't work. Ultimately, they gave over the information in the end, but it was three days late and the district court held Twitter in contempt and imposed a $350,000 fine. We want Trump's information. We need it. We're important. We're the government. Not sure if you heard. Give it to us or else. Don't tell anyone about this. Oh, and you're late. Pay up, bitches. $350,000. <laughs> you will not disrespect the regime. I mean, that's essentially what they said. That's, in, that, that's the Cliff Notes version Again, thank you so much, Cliff, for all that you did for <laughs> for us, especially us athletes. It was super yeah, helpful. We said he passed away, right? He's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, We should have like a uh, a yellow and red in memoriam <laughs> for Cliff. <laughs> for Anyways, that's essentially what it said, Tom, is you will not disrespect the regime. You will not go against the regime, and you will play along. You will pay the piper, and in this case, $350,000, we're we're in this situation where this this has become so egregious there's been suggestions of it before oh this administration or that administration has some secret police they're doing this everyone likes to use the terms right there this this particular department of justice regime under merrick garland under the biden administration though i do not think it is biden who is running it but for the for the sake of just labeling it something, it is so out of control. Think about it. You've got all the Hunter stuff. You've got DOJ, big DOJ, getting in the way or slowing or not responding to other attorney generals and states. And in in Delaware, it comes to mind as, as one example. You've got them going after school board members. You've got them going after Catholics. You've got them planning a fake plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. You've got them heavily involved and doing the same thing on a grander scale on January 6th. We still have some other question marks that are out there that, that could have their involvement in. You've got the Patriot Front, which granted is not as, as egregious of a thing, although it's hard to look at. You've got all of those things. You've got this. You've got the Trump Mar-a-Lago stuff, everything that's going on there, the current special counsel. How, how could anyone in their right mind sit back and say that this is not a biased, weaponized DOJ? It's, it's so out of control. I wish it wasn't. I, I'm, I'm resisting to my very core, calling it all the things I want to do. I, I'm not, and I'm not going to resist in that way. I talk about them all the time. But I want to. I don't want it to be this way. Because none of these organizations are chartered this way. It, it was never supposed to be this way. And while there's always been problems, it has never reached the levels and the heights that we are now under this administration. And it's so bad, particularly because it's government, that once you pile on rules and you go a different direction, you never go back. You just keep adding on. And that's what's so terrifying is like, oh, wow, you guys are for real. You really are. You are playing the game to win, and it's not going to get fixed. At least not with base. There's, there's no. You can't patch this up. There's no band aids. You can't put cock on this over here in the corner. Like it's, it's a problem. It's a huge problem, especially when you have foot soldiers like Antifa and BLM who are willing to go out in the streets and cause mayhem. And once they're arrested, they're immediately bonded out and they plea down to 
you know charges to charges that don't get any prison time jail time or anything and maybe a little public service here and there and compound that with the malfeasance that's going on with the doj it's the perfect recipe for getting what we have yeah and the 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 cognitive dissidence of democrats is astonishing to me because for a lot of democrats they they have a hatred of trump and by not being able to confront trump and actually tell them what they think and actually say that they hate his guts they look to conservatives to take their venom out on yeah. so it doesn't matter it, every conservative is just a stand-in for Trump, and they will go after you with that kind of vitriol every time. And also, Democrats like to see people punished. This is all about is punishment for wrong think. And not only are people being punished for wrong think, it's also meant to send an example to everybody else. This will you will meet the same fate if you will, if you continue with the wrong think that you have. Right. You best change your mind right now. Or go to a re-education camp because this will not be tolerated in the new America. Well, and and and, and you say we've t- we've used this word before, particularly during COVID. But you you say the term re-education camp, and and folks are like, oh man, you know, some some folks are like, yeah, that's already happening. Okay, but <laughs> some people are like, that's not going to happen, not here, not now, not this. That was. That happened way back when we would. That kind of thing would never happen. You remember how awful that was? That would never happen again. <laughs> Just wait. I, it, it totally will. They they wanted to put people in camps and and on lists and all that stuff over a freaking cold. You, you, it's just it's you you can't underestimate this other side. You just can't. By the way, side note, two side notes, actually, totally off track. Teen rapper um, Little Tay, apparently not dead. I know, I saw that. Apparently not dead. <laughs> Says her Instagram was hacked, so she's still alive. I don't know what's the better outcome, but but Little Tay, not dead. Actually, I say that. I, I'd never heard of her before this this thing, but but other people apparently have. Um, Little Tay, not dead. You bring up, I've already told you guys this nugget, so I get stuck. Oh, I don't get stuck. I quite enjoyed playing trivia on netflix in my bed last night (laughs) i didn't know it existed my wife was like should we go to bed or should we watch one more show i'm like i don't know what is this and i hit the button and then all of a sudden it was like i got sucked into the machine and i'm playing and it's got this game it's kind of got like 80s music and it's like it's you versus this creature with these eyes Mm. that are there so you're kind of like and it's saying he's gonna beat me i'm like okay what's up bitch let's do this and he definitely beat me. But but it was fun, and you keep going. But I did not know this. Forget the other creatures that were on. There was four choices. Which of these animals doesn't have venom? I got it wrong. I forget which one it said it didn't. Um, but platypuses have venom. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Neither neither did we. Neither did we. It was, I, it was I, a shocking moment. And, I, and I learned something last night, not in the trivia, but it is a trivia. It's from a show that over it's overseas. It's called The Taskmaster. But in this uh, show, well-known fact, only humans and armadillos can get leprosy. Did you know that? Really? I, I, don't, I don't know. Say that again. On, only humans and armadillos. and armadillos can get leprosy. That sounds familiar. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Well, that's that's the kind of wisdom we're dropping on you today on now, a Thursday. Is the platypus, is it a neurotoxin or a hemotoxin? I'll look it up. <laughs> I don't know. Stop, <laughs> stop saying words that scare me, Tom. I don't know. We'll tell you after the break, though, because I know everyone's dying to know that. So we're going to go to, we're going to go back to Niger. Niger, where France is invading their airspace. There's a lot of other developments that have happened. We'll give you the answer to this. What is it? Hemotoxin or neuro? Neurotoxin. Hemo or neuro? Okay. For the platypus. We'll give you that answer for the platypus. <laughs> I know you're waiting with dying. Yes. We <laughs> Don't worry. We'll tell you all this coming up after the break. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections, and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. some news for you we've got some platypus news <laughs> people are like move on from the damn platypus. <laughs> we're not uh, we're not we're because it has venom and we've got to we've got to break it down to you i'll let the i'll let these fine gentlemen do it go ahead just... uh, okay for, like, um, so what is pl- 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 uh, platypus venom similar to for instance platypus make 26 different kinds of sarin protease enzymes which are also found in the venom of most snakes and seven of their venom genes resemble a neurotoxin produced by spiders called a latrotoxin. 
Although powerful enough to paralyze smaller animals, the venom is not lethal to humans, yet it produces excruciating pain that may be intense enough to incapacitate the victim. Swelling rapidly develops around the entry wound and gradually spreads outward. Platypus venom dis disrupts homeostasis, blood regulation, cell membranes, and non-susception to cause nausea, swelling, and excruciating pain. So it's kind of, it, what Disco read and what I've read, it sounds like it depends on the species of platypus that you're dealing with in the, type, in the ecosystem that yeah. they're in if, they're a, if they emit a neurotoxin or a hematoxin. Okay. All of this, some fascinating information. <laughs> so here's a recap. They're venomous. Depends on whether it's the, 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 which one it is, whether it's hemotoxin or neurotoxin, but it's not venomous to the human, but they are. Next time you're doing trivia like me in bed with a scotch in your hand with some weird beast looking at you on your TV and they ask if a platypus is venomous, you say yes. That's just some stuff to know. I had it muted for the, the Hawaii stuff, so we missed it. <laughs> well, you know what? We were talking about platypus. Yeah, we were. Right that it goes that way. I mean, we here. We'll just do it one more time for everyone back at home. There it is. Okay, so we've got some more news. We've been talking more than any show on the planet about Africa. <laughs> And platypus. Is it platypi? What's the plural? I think it's platypi. Yeah. Platypi. We've been talking a lot about Africa. So let's head back overseas to Africa. This is Africa News Today. Tensions are getting higher in Niger with each passing hour report. I mean, it's perfect for Africa, right? I mean, if you're going to do an Africa bumper, it's got to it's got to have the beauty and then the terror that comes with it. Exactly. When you showed that to me today, I'm like, this is the perfect representation of Af every African country that I've been to, because you'll see some of the most gorgeous sights that you've ever seen before in majestic creatures. And then by the same token, you know, six hours later, if you're like me, you find yourself in a prison cell in Democratic Republic of Congo. <laughs> Ah, that's beautiful. By the way, we were wrong. The plural platypus is platypuses. Hmm. Yeah. That seems... That it's, seems it's, like just, it's Britannica. It's telling me. Okay. All right. Well, tensions are getting higher, though, in Niger with each passing hour. Reports were coming in yesterday of France violating Niger's no-fly zone, and the junta has started filling cabinet positions with their newly formed government. Lots of progress. Um, or may, well, you... Maybe progress is the wrong term there. But let's, let's begin with the story of France violating uh, their airspace there. Reporting from the neighboring Benin, France 24 senior reporter Catherine Norris Trent described the current situation in Niger as, as the um, and in particular the junta's allegations against France as fast moving. You don't say. And, and things are moving really, 
really fast there. The junta in Niger has today put out a statement accusing France of several things, of having a plan to destabilize Niger, of breaching its airspace by flying in a military plane from Chad and releasing and supporting terrorists in the country, as well as attacking a guard post. Citing a source close to the French government, Norris Trent said that Paris had firmly denied the allegations. France later said that they had flown a plane in, but that it was a, in an agreement with the Nigerian army and categorically denied having released any terrorists into the country. Here's though, let's just let's just break down a timeline of what happened on Tuesday in Niger to convey to, to Catherine's comments how quick things are moving, right? How quickly the situation on the ground is changing and, and the countries who are trying to step in and return uh, Bazoum as president. So I'm just going to kind of read through these and then we can kind of talk about them. But if, if nothing else, it's just for informational purposes for you guys. So 6.02 a.m. yesterday, Blinken, Anthony Blinken, the State Department uh, douchebag here from America, reiterates calls for the release of President Bazoum, who's on house arrest with his family. They want him released. They ultimately want to put back in power. They want him released. A little over two hours later at 8.30 a.m., you had Niger sanctions, airspace closure set to hit the country's poor. At 9.01 ECOWAS leaders mold the next move after Niger junta review, uh, refused a delegation visit. A couple hours after that, you had the former Niger rebel uh, create a movement to, re to reinstate ousted President Bazoum, likely with some support, no doubt, from, from, from others. Then you had Blinken, who discussed the U.S. diplomat's visit to Niger in a cell call with Bazoum. At 12.18, the son of Niger ambassador to France was detained in Niamey. President Bazoum and his family were were reported to be experiencing grim uh, living conditions. No shit. At 3:01 p.m., France rejected Niger's accusations uh, over liberating terrorists and violating airspace. At 6 p.m. and then at 10:18 p.m., the U.S. stated that they were greatly worried about detained President Bazoum's health. At 10:24, we just got two more. 10:24, Niger junta met with two envoys from Nigeria's presidency in the capital of Niamey. Uh, according to sources. And then you had Equus talking about uh, just their future and how everything was at risk and, and things were unstable, uh, given everything that was going on there. But as as you can see, by by that was just yesterday, the timelines on the events uh, of the events on the ground there in Niger are changing by the hour in some cases. And the junta, one of the biggest takeaways from this is you've got people, bre in this case, France, breaching, crossing into you know, Niger's airspace. You've got suggestions that they're sending people in something that has been a, a, a possible, um, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of, not outcome, plan or, or procedure that they would go about to try and bring chaos there and get things back their way. But you've got some people making moves. But within Niger, you've got the junta moving forward, totally disregarding the West <laughs> and other African nations totally blowing off their meetings and setting up their new government. I mean, they're putting people in cabinet positions. They've, uh, it, they're, they're moving ahead, and everyone's like, hey, can you slow down? We'd like him to be back in. We'd like him to be released. Also, as a good faith effort, would you have a meeting with this? And their answer is just no. Like, no we're not doing it. Uh, so it, this really is a fascinating situation over there. And I say fascinating not to be lighthearted about it. It's it's there's a lot that that could come from it. But man, it is moving. It's moving fast.
Right. And one of the things that you mentioned in there was the former Niger rebels trying to create a movement. And that's the thing that really caught my attention, because in in the world, in the special operations community, you have you have different um, operators who do different things where you have Delta Force, which are shooters and go into hostage situations and, you know, snatch and grab people or, or snatch and grab high value targets. And then you have Green Berets, who they're they're all about unconventional warfare. And something that Green Berets would do would be to get some uh, group like these formal rebels, get them organized, and have them start fighting the junta to try and restore the uh, Bazoom and and his his government uh, back in Niger. So that part of it I can see because in this West Africa, that's going to be third group's area of operation. And from what I've read, there are SF units in that area. And we had talked about this in the past. Three, three SF um, soldiers were killed in Niger in 2017. Mm-hmm. And so there are, they are operating in that area. And like I said, this is something that they, they're specifically trained for. But you come into a weird sort of mix if, if in fact, SF is training up, you know, a former um, insurgency group that they they deem are going to be the liberators to get Bazoom back in. And then you've got the Junta, who is trying to get the Wagner group in. You have the potential, uh, if, if this goes down the way that I think it is, in the way that I'm expecting it to, you could have... Our Green Berets fighting the Wagner group. Yeah. No, it's certainly a possibility. It absolutely is. That's They're both going to be doing the same thing. And by the way, it's not just SF, you know, and ODAs who are, who are doing foreign, foreign internal defense and, and training up groups like that, training and advising. Maybe I have some friends who have done that before. Maybe <laughs> I've done that before. I mean, there's, 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 lot, there's, there's other folks who will do that, and that is a huge risk here, right? Yeah, because one, there's how does the strategic, the bigger picture strategic value of Africa and the and the countries you know that are on that continent, and what do we want out of it? What does Russia, China want out of it? Who wins? Who has the upper hand in the conversations? That that part's at at stake for across the continent, not just in Niger, but but that's part of what's going on here. You've got you've got certain countries fighting over this certain people wanting their leadership in there so they have the clout and the ability to kind of push things this way or that way. But then you do. you run, If things escalate like they are rapidly there, that is one of the big issues. An international incident. I mean, it's an international incident in a, in a confined manner now. Not good. Not good for the people of the Niger or the surrounding countries, especially if, if you have them and, and ECOWAS countries start fighting and, and brawling it out. But if you do, you because because train up, train up local nation forces or train up rebel forces. Almost always means train, advise, assist, which 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 leads to U.S. operators going on the ground with them. You can't you cannot (laughs) one. There's two things. One, you can't train people to do things without seeing them in action, being there to to coach them through Two, you can't get the fight out of an operator they don't want to just be like hey guys we trained you go have fun good luck we're going to be back here no they want they want their gun in the fight too so that's just not how those things go they just 
they don't. And when you have them do us doing it, and you have, as you're saying, Tom, you have the Russians doing it, what happens? What are the what does Blinken and Newland say to to some of the senior officials from the Kremlin when a gringo smokes a, a vodka drinking Russian or vice versa? Not good. No, it's a very dicey situation. That's why, at least for myself, and I, I know that you, you share the uh, same interest I do, it's just there's so many moving parts to the story. And even though it's taking place in West Africa, the potential of the United States being involved in it at the end of the day it, it is getting higher and higher and higher the likelihood that it's going to happen in some form or fashion. Yeah. Well, one, because we're involved in that region to start— no one cares about it. I mean, no one gives a shit about Africa ever. No one particularly gives a shit about West Africa. But we're there, and there's reason to, but, but on the whole, and I'm talking armchair quarterbacks and stuff like that too, but there's reason to. But when something, a conflict pops up, the way that our government, our military, our intel, all of that gets spun up. It's like, ooh, yeah. Like, there's, let's, <laughs> what side are we taking? How are we going to do this? So, we're, even, even if we weren't involved, we were going to be involved. It just so happens that we were, and now we still are. We're just going to be more involved. That's just how things go. Uh, it's going to be crazy. We're going to, uh, let's, 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 just let's go to, go to, go to break. Well, let's, 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 let's close out our um, African news today and head to break. When we come back, we're going to get to that's meme-tastic. It's Thursday. It's our Friday around these parts. So we'll go over our best memes. Thanks for indulging us, guys. This, this news, these stories that are happening overseas are important. We'll take a quick break. We'll see you on the other side. Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. 
your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. Welcome back. It is Thursday. For those of you who are new to This Is My Show, Thursday is our Friday, which it's kind of not the case anymore. Anymore, yeah. Coin Club yeah. on Friday. Yeah. But it's our last full show. It's our last three-hour show of the week. We do have Coin Club tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern. I'll tell you again about that after this. But on our final block, before we head into the post-show press conference on Thursdays, we like to cruise some of the best memes that have been sent in and or that we have seen throughout the week in a segment that we call That's Meme-tastic. That's That's Meme-tastic. We should do that one more time. Okay, I hear we have like 22 memes today. It was 23, but we took one out in the break, so yeah. Took one out of the break. So we are going to get into them. Disco throws them up one by one. Here it is right here. And there's truth in this. I don't know if this is funny. If you've stepped on this, you're not happy like me right now. But it's a picture of one of the clear Legos. (laughs) Quite possibly the most dangerous thing in my house. Truth. The clear Lego. Yeah, That hurts so bad. So bad. Okay. Fair point. Fair point. Cocaine was found. This is just truth. Cocaine was found at Biden's, Biden's house. A dead body was found at Obama's house. A male prostitute was found at Pelosi's house. An illegal server was found at Clinton's house, so the FBI raids Trump's house. I feel like we did one of these uh, a couple weeks ago, but we've now added the dead bomby, the dead body at Obama's house. <laughs> so it just keeps— The list gets longer. It does. I th- you mispronounced body. It's it pronounced lover. <laughs> oh, <All right>. man. <laughs> His chef lover was thrown from the paddleboard. Um— they probably need to do a rape kit on him. Okay, let's get to the next one. Ooh, Ray posted this one. Uh, I don't think Ray made this one, but we're going to give Ray credit anyways. How to fold a UN flag. This is the greatest wisdom I can give you today. Step one, you grab it. Step two, you fold it in half. Three, you crumple it up. And four, you throw it in the trash. It's team. a good one. I like it. Because they are useless. Useless. That's like mixing a drink, right? You take... 
you take the 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 whiskey and you take the coke and then you throw the coke you pour the coke down the, the drain yeah yeah and then you just drink the whiskey back up okay Here's here. Uh, we had a gag order uh, possibility coming out with President Trump, Jack Smith, wanting to silence him so he can't defend himself. Cam Cam heard the gag order, heard about it, and then uh, her realizing it's not the gagging she was thinking. Um, OK, that makes sense for her. It does. Certainly does. <clears throat> Why this is this one's just true too, and it's I don't know if it's funny or true or both, but it's if you've got a young man in a mask and then an older man in a um, Mr. Ro- Mr. Rogers like cardigan. Yes, yeah, like a cardigan. Yeah, the young man um, says, "Why isn't China concerned about global warming?" And the older gentleman wisely schools him because they already have a communist government. <laughs> yes, true, true. Uh, this is an aerial view of the White House. definitely and i mean i was you you think of like that and carnivals and and you think of bearded ladies they literally had a bearded lady who was later arrested for stealing people's luggage we should describe it for the people on the podcast oh yeah sorry it's just a circus tent the blue and yellow variety yeah would you rather go into a blue and yellow circus tent or a red and white one uh red and white blue and yellow means i'm in ukraine Oh, that's true. Gosh, Ukraine ruins everything. (laughs) Bunch of bitches. Okay, what's this one? Kia's 11-passenger minivan comes with an impressive HD 360-degree backup camera because whoever buys this clearly needs help pulling out. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Well well done. That is is true. We showed uh, Mike Pence his, his... his commercial where he's trying to p- pretend and pose as a middle-class everyday American, uh, we, we picked fun of him and, and put up the real version of the commercial yesterday. Well, here's him really sweating in this cartoon meme at the pump. Which, what, which, which what one does he pick? do? He, he, I mean, he didn't even make it to that step yesterday. <laughs> he didn't put the, the card in. He didn't do a damn thing, Mike Pence. Okay, let's keep going. Can, can, can someone describe to me first and foremost what pansexual is? Tom, you probably have a good definition. From what I, my understanding of it, because what's his name? Uh, Wayne, the uh, the comedian, just came out as pansexual. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw that. Wayne Barrett? No. no. He, he was on Whose Line Is It Anyways? He was hosted a couple of... Uh, Game shows, very talented guy. I'll think of his name in a second. He came out as pansexual, and pretty much to me, that means that's the old classic bisexual. You're into men or women. So this whole pansexual thing, to me, is just another term for bisexual. I had to look it up, and you're right, Tom. Sexually or romantically attracted to people regardless of their sex or gender. That would be bisexual. Yeah. (laughs) Why do we got to make stuff up? But it is confusing— and you can imagine why someone would, would see it this way. Uh, this meme here, what I imagine when someone says they're pansexual. Yes, you've got a young <laughs> girl, not completely unattractive, just licking the shit out of a pan. Wayne Brady. <laughs> Wayne Brady, that's what it was. Brady, Barrett, Baxter. Baxter Bernie. Baxter Bernie. Uh, there's been lots of murals, flags, all sorts of stuff. Lots of hubbub around George Floyd uh, since he swallowed a bunch of fentanyl and was in between Chauvin and, and uh, his knee in the concrete. 
But there's been all these, these, these things to him, right? And while he should not have died and no one was cheering for his death, everyone celebrates him great. But this person gets it right because he had a rather salty past in history. And it says, if you're going to make a monument, make it accurate. And it has him <laughs> holding a gun to a pregnant, pregnant woman. Pretty graphic picture. Yeah. He was arrested for that. He was arrested for that. So just a reminder, that's what I'm going to see when I go to Vikings game this year, if they've they've put that up in Minneapolis or St. Paul. Um, This is just a a reminder of the craziness. (laughs) There's new, it's school's back in session. Why are you making me set this up? There's school back in session. (laughs) School's back in session, which means kids are going to bring home stuff, which means also you're going to have our world globalist elite trying to push all these new variants that they've already told us about. What's the new one? Eris? Well, you're going to likely see with that people wearing maxi pads on their face like these folks here at Walmart. Gosh. Do better. Hashtag do better. Just not good. Um, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is the backside of like a either a cow or a horse, and it says, OMG, it happened, and there's shit hitting the fan. It's, oh, yeah, that's yeah, what that is. Just, just, that just describes, I think, our nation right now. See, I had such a different thought. I thought it was its testicles cut and no, stuck in the no, fan. No, 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 no. Shit hitting the fan. That makes way more yeah, sense yeah, yeah. than testicles. I, we could have shown, like, the, <laughs> we should have showed the clip from Airplane when it's the shit is hitting just, like, fan. hitting the yeah. fan. Yeah, such yeah. a great movie. Back when comedy was good. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time there's a new Trump indictment, more Americans are waking up by the millions. I think Matt Couch put that out there. Yeah, 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 I pulled that from his page. There you go. That's true. A lot of people waking up. <laughs> this one's just true. We've got uh, uh, Captain Trek. Captain Picard. Captain Picard. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't know his name. Yeah. Okay, you're gay. Who gives a shit? Just be gay and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not yeah, hard. Yeah, this one I pulled too. It's just uh, uh, you can read it, but this is this happened during the pandemic. For social distancing, this is a christening at a uh-huh. Catholic church. So this is what happens when they had to social distance. This, is, this so, photo needs to be put in the history books so we never forget how insane the world went during COVID. So you got a a um, a priest wearing a mask, and then a mom holding an infant six feet away, and he's got a. P- pink to boot, a pink water gun. He's baptizing or christening. <laughs> With that's interesting. How do you do circumcisions during that time? You know, they're done in well for if you're a moil. Yeah. Well, they do. Have you ever heard of moils who perform circumcisions with their mouths? Mm. No. Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it is a thing. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know. They weren't giving any religious exemptions. So if you're a moil who did oral circumcisions, I'm sure that you were prevented from doing them during the pandemic. I would think so. I Certainly they weren't doing them with their mouths. That's how do you, what? No, let's just go on. Let's just move on. Thank you, Tom. Next, next meme. Okay. We got Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris went to a feminist convention. He came back with a bag of sandwiches and iron shirts. <laughs> You damn straight he did. Uh, we got Megan Rapinoe, who laughed after she sailed a PK, losing fastest elimination in a long while for the U.S. women's soccer team. When you realize 
you don't even get a participation trophy. She's definitely of that vibe. Now, not to say she's not a good athlete. Didn't you know she worked her ass off to get to where she is, but um, but man, she's definitely one who encourages participation trophies. Also encouraged including trans males to play on to, the women's to play on the yeah. women's team moving forward now that she's retiring. Yes. Of course. They, it, it, it's the old classic. Hey, I've got mine. Too bad, bitches. I'm reeling up the ladder. You're on your own. This boat's sailing away. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Uh, this one's not really a funny one. I think it's a good one. It's a, it, it is it is a good one. It's a good one. It's just it's just a young boy, I think. I don't know. They don't know anymore these days. Strongest weapon in the United States is a patriotic American. Yes. Yes. Why do I need an AR-15? Because Democrats call this peaceful. We've got angry protesters and rioters on top of a shattered, beaten to hell Baltimore police car. Mostly peaceful protesting. Yeah. Mostly peaceful. Indeed. So this one, just to give you background, you know the floating buoys they have in Texas? No. On the border? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this has to deal with that. So you can read it and then you'll understand what he's saying here. Okay. I think those buoys, those buoys Texas is using to stop illegals are a great idea. But, Peter, they have chainsaw blades on them. I already said I don't support no, it. No, I already said I support it. Oh, I support it. You don't have to sell them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I totally read that wrong. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I like that. Let's get violent on the border. DeSantis said we're going to do it. Let's make it a game. Let's televise it. The ratings would be through the roof. I'm telling you. If illegals had to earn their way in like the Running Man or Hunger Games, I, I prefer Running Man because I'm an 80s kid, I, we could sell commercials off that. We would, the ratings would be insane. Be awesome. Friggin' awesome. That is, that's my dream. That's my, I've changed my dream. <laughs> my dream is to do that. Um, okay, Texas restaurant slammed for using fo- photos of Caitlyn Jenner before and after her transition uh, her transition on bathroom doors. Funny or not? I I think it's funny. I think it's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I, perfectly comfortable with her past as well as her present. So I don't think she would have any problem with I that. I don't I don't think so either. And she's be- one of those that I will say she. I just came out, didn't even try to do it because I respect the take that she has on most of the issues out there. And we disagree on a shit ton, by the way. Um, But you handle it differently than others, you get a cookie. All right. Here's the last one. This is the last one, really? Yeah, yeah, we we flew through them. Okay. So we've got John Fetterman and Joe Biden talking to each other. (laughs) Shabadaba Gujinger. Says Fetterman. (laughs) That's Fetterman. And then Joe responds very wisely. Chicken bike corn missile dog <laughs> sounds like nancy sonoma um, from our press corps okay folks that's memetastic for this week thanks for coming along for that ride thanks for going to africa with us thanks for going to the desert for fight night with peter Ducey and uh and joe biden this week had some fun on the episode today we hope you guys did too hope you guys picked up on some stuff as well great chat and engagement as always uh across the various platforms we're so grateful for you guys showing up Monday through Thursday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. It's a lot. We put a lot of work in. You guys put a lot of time in by coming here and sharing. Please do that. Please hit the like button on the way out. Couldn't couldn't be more grateful for all of you. Reminder, tomorrow, Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, we'll be back 
for an hour of uninterrupted, no commercials on Coin Club. It's dbcoinclub.com. Go sign up there. That's where you sign up. Military and first responders, you get 30% off your membership. Whether you go monthly or annual, annual members, you get a challenge coin sent to you for signing up. Everyone, though, gets access to the Friday morning episode. Everyone gets entered into contests. When Booze and Banter comes back, you will have access to that, too. Tons of reasons to do it. The chat and engagement's great over there. We're working on some adjustments and updates over there, but uh, we really would love for you to come along. So please, 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 it's go, uh, go to dbcoinclub.com. If for some reason you can't make it, we get it. We'll look forward to seeing you next Monday. Stick around, though. Stick around for the post-show press conference, which is coming up right now, and also for RVM Roundup with Chad Caton and Colonel Rob Manus, which is right after him here on the RVM Network. Have a great night. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference, sponsored by Colon Sport, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport, electrolyte replacement. In one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right, busy week. Got a lot of stuff done. Hit a lot of stories. Hit a lot of stories that I think are important. Um, you know, talking about Ecuador today, the leading conservative candidate who was likely to win the election in two weeks, gunned down, assassinated in front of everyone in broad daylight. You see that kind of thing. You see pushback to conservative thought in these countries that either are socialist or are trying to go socialist, uh, communist, whatever the case might be. And it's really concerning, should be concerning on a number of levels. You see what's happening in Niger and the potential for much bigger regional conflict there that could suck us and other other uh, big state actors in, and it's concerning. So appreciate you guys going on that journey because I think it's so important as a country that we hit on stories outside of just how corrupt the Biden family is. We got to hit that. We hit it hard. We're going to continue to hit it hard. How much Trump is getting screwed how we think that, and particularly on this show, that there's too much division and slamming of each other within the conservative side right now, the shilling and some of the stuff that's going on, absolute bullshit, totally sick of it. But it's important that we hit these international stories too, all that to say. So I think we've done that. We've done a good job, and, and we appreciate you guys coming along with that. Hopefully you're learning something. Hell, we talked about platypuses today. Just a, an interesting day. What a, what, a, what a ride. But let's get to some questions here. We've probably got time for two or three. Uh, yes, you this is Vladimir Moskovskaya from the Russian Standard. Hey, Vladimir. Uh, new here. Thank you so much for your time. I have a question about the press reporter from the White House, Peter Ducey. Yeah. Why has President Biden not taken care of Ducey? Because in my homeland, in Russia, they would just kill. They, my friend Dmitry was dead when he asked a question that even went against something that the president was trying to do so why is peter ducey still allowed to talk let alone breathe hmm. that's a that's a fair question yeah you guys do things differently there but I, i'll tell you vladimir uh things are getting closer and closer to that here don't be surprised if he and we of course are not encouraging that or hoping for that i think peter ducey is is one of the very very few in the press corps there who actually asked the questions that we want to know the answers to of this administration but don't be surprised if it were to go that bad not suggesting it i guess the bigger point is is our country 
is in a in a, a a situation where the state of our government is so weaponized, so politicized. The the way that this administration and the so-called elite on the left are doing things is no one really is safe like they used to be. So it's it's concerning. Appreciate you being here. It's good to it's good to meet you. I'm sure we'll have more engagements here in the future. Let's let's hit another one. Drew Benjamin Beam Boston Pride Daily. Hey Ben. Good afternoon, Drew. TGI Thursday. Woo! I hear that. I hear that. So, Drew, I've got so many questions, but I'm going to narrow it down to just one. Wow! And I'll believe I, it when I see it. And my, I want to talk about that man in Utah that was uh, posted all those mean things about the most desirable Mr. President Biden. And so, okay. So this guy is in Utah, correct? I believe it's Provo, according yep. to my notes. Yep, Provo, okay. Utah. Provo, Utah. Okay. So I want to know. There's one. Uh, okay. So in order for me to go on with with my story that I'm writing, I need for you to clear this up. Did, was it Joseph Smith or Brigham Young that found the plates in Ohio and then brought them to Utah? I don't remember. I thought it was Joseph Smith, but I, I don't. I don't recall off the top of my head. I'm not a, a Mormon scholar. Okay, so it's Joseph Smith. All right, perfect. And then also, secondly, in the second paragraph of the column that I'm writing, and I have to set this up, you know, with the whole Mormon background and everything. How many members are there of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir? You're gonna have to do that research on your own, brother. That's what journalists do. I don't. I don't know. Um, do you have a question about the show today? Yes, this is all questions about the show. It's about the man who the FBI went on the raid, and somehow he died of lead poisoning, and nobody's really sure how it went down. And my question is, do you think the more that the FBI isn't transparent, like releasing body cams or answering questions on whether they were fired upon or they just went in and they stumbled maybe and somebody's gun went off and accidentally hit the man. Are we ever going to know the truth behind this? No, I think you know the answer to that, Ben. I mean, there's a lot of unanswered questions uh, on, on this and, and a number of other stories that relates to the FBI and, and tense, critical, violent situations in this country. I don't think we're going to get the answers, but there needs to be, right? Because what happens when you don't provide information? That void is filled, right? There's a vacuum, and, and American citizens are going to fill that void with information. And as it would seem in this situation, while that joker it was totally out of line and and breaking laws and, and and committing felonies by some of the things he said he also did not need to die unless they can tell us and prove to us as we talked about in the show that he in fact fired upon and engaged federal agents who who came through his door serving that warrant we've not heard that we've not heard that there's not been any indication that it happened all they did was say that he was armed so am i i'm i'm technically i'm armed right now but but that doesn't give justification to put someone down. So he was in the wrong. He was in the wrong, and and uh, they they need to provide some more answers because as it, it, it from an outsider looking in, it seems as though this dude was just snuffed out, targeted for for all that he had said. Which again, totally wrong. You shouldn't say say the things that he was was saying. But he was a seventy five year old man who couldn't walk down the road on his own. He wasn't a significant threat, so unless he fired at them first, this this is this is uh, bogus. But I do not think to answer your question 
that he's he's we're going to get answers from the FBI. And I also uh, wish you the best of luck on your on your article and your research into the the Mormon Church. There's a lot to to dig into there. Uh, we got to run, folks. So I appreciate the uh, the time today. Thanks again for for coming. Thanks for sticking with us. Reminder: there won't be press tomorrow, but we do have coin clubs to show up 11 a.m. Eastern. DBCoinClub.com. That's where we're going to be. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you there as well as uh, next week. If you can't make it. on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Roundup. We go.